Hello, hello. Welcome to the Absent Minded Podcast. This is the week of June 10th. And today we're going to be uh, meeting with my best friends. Drew, you're my you're one of my best friends, right? I mean, are we really going oh, that far? Started with kidding. I mean, damn. <laughs> well, one of my good friends, Andrew Crandall. Hey, everybody. How are you's, uh, how's you guys doing? Doing good? Yeah. Doing good? All right, fine. All right, cool. And then also uh, Travis Stockton, my, my great friend. Hey, everybody. Mm, Drew, you're my great friend, too. I'm sorry. Oh, okay, thanks. But Wait, today where we're does it go be- on the scale between best great and my O or whatever Drew said? I mean. <laughs> What's the? He, he said, I mean. He was, was oh, okay. kind of like a taken back. <laughs> Today, we're going to be covering uh, Travis's E3 predictions that he went over last week and uh, what went wrong, what went right, <laughs> and uh, what didn't even happen. So uh, this is the Absent Minded Podcast, and uh, we join weekly to go over gaming, entertainment, video game, nonsense, try not to go too far off on a tangent. And no, no, uh, it's nonsense, though. It's all nonsense. So stay focused. First thing you want to get into, Travis, or do you want to start off with something, Drew? Uh, no, I'll uh, let Travis go ahead and take the reins here. Yeah, I definitely want to just admit to where I was wrong last week because uh, y'all don't get to hear this a lot. I was wrong about quite a few things. <laughs> it's a golden nugget when Travis is wrong, and I, I do put those in a little bag and open Carry it up around once in a while and be like, oh, yeah, Travis was wrong. So right <laughs> off the bat, no fucking rock steady at E3 anywhere. Wop, wop. They actually... Literally two days after we recorded, they put up on Twitter, hey, guys, we're not going to be at E3 this year. So I was already like, are you fucking kidding me? And then on, if, if you don't know, these are the people that do the Batman Arkham games. Yeah. Uh, and is that what you wanted? What, do you want it a no, new I don't Batman, want Batman game? I just want to see what they're doing. Because yeah. that was like when they did when they did Arkham Asylum. Four years or how long has it been? Since Arkham Knight. I since think Arkham their last, I, been about since their last game. I their guess, last sorry. game was 2016 yeah. with... Uh, Batman Arkham VR. So around four years. Yeah. yeah. Almost. Uh, so clearly they're working on something. But uh, are they? Yeah. I, I don't, I don't yeah, know. They announced yeah. they're working on something. Some okay. people thought it was we like a Superman game. Okay. No, but oh, no one yeah, really knows what it is. I did hear rumors about yeah, Superman. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I was just, I was expecting this to be the time they came in. They were not there. And then the other one, as far as like DC stuff, was that Warner Brothers Montreal, uh, one of their, one of Warner Brothers actual internal studios, they had been be rumored to be working on a Court of Owls game in the Batman universe. And that was another one that like people thought, oh, okay, well, may- Rocksteady's not here, but at least Warner Bros. is going to show off what they've been that working on. That was something on. Barrett was wanting, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 He was and really into that. And they also came yeah. out and said, nope, we're not going to be at E3. So. Court of Owls is cool. It's a great storyline for Batman. That's one of the like the pre-origin kind of stories. Yeah. Oh, not pre-origin of Batman, but like of him becoming like the final version of Batman. Yeah. So no Rocksteady. Uh, another thing I thought we were going to have an announcement of two different Xboxes because we know that the Scarlet family of consoles consists of the Lockhart and the Anaconda. All they talked about was the Anaconda, which they did not name at the conference. They just said it was the Scar- Xbox. Project oh, yeah, the Scarlet. Scarlet. Yeah. So only one of those. They did glaze over specs a little bit, did give a release window, which I didn't think they were going to do. They came right out and said holiday 2020. Uh, but as far as what they said about the console, not nearly as deep dive as I thought. They basically just repeated everything you read in the Wired article about the PlayStation Ray 5 Tracy. coming out. Yeah, they, did, they literally said frames. all the same buzzwords. buzzwords. Just buzzwords. They were like yeah. going down. What did Mark Cerny say they were going to do? We got to do it too. <laughs> that was all we got from them. Final Fantasy 16 trailer. Thought that was going to happen. Did not happen. 
uh, just like all the other conferences. You it looks like me. everyone yeah, drinking the Kool Aid. Yeah. fucking soaking I almost yeah. started to believe you. You gotta will it into the universe if you want no, it to I happen. was still doubtful. I was still doubtful. I had my doubts, but I was, I was getting hoped. Because yep. as, as it went to the end, as the picture frames, they were getting less and less. I know. I was they looking at those fucking one frames. Last one. Uh, yeah. I was like, is this going to be it? That's the one. That's no, it wasn't. Be, but no, it wasn't. Great not. conference. So Square Enix definitely, I think. In my, uh, nah, we'll get into I mean, that later. Yeah, we'll talk yeah, about yeah. it. All right. Bethesda, boring as shit. No Quake. Did, I thought there was going to be something just, to do with Quake. They didn't. The only thing they mentioned about Quake through the entire press conference was that they're making a Doom Con. And they said it's kind of like Quake Con, but with Doom. And I was like, that's the disrespect we're getting here with Quake right now. Uh, so no Quake. I wanted Quake. We didn't get Quake. I thought it was funny how they started off the press conference. Co- conference, So like, hey, guys, we worked really hard on 76. You should go back and get They didn't try. apologize enough for 76, in my opinion. <laughs> it felt like they were like the BP South Park episode. We're sorry. <laughs> we're sorry. I will admit, I did like their Battle Royale mode. It looked. We'll, we'll, we'll get there. No. We'll get there. All right. Yeah, that he's right. Fucking- he's right. We'll get into that. All right. The reason they're going, getting, Travis. The reason the tangents. I'm trying our best. You're people. right. You're right. And I wrote out this nice doc. I got it all lined up. Put all my information it's notes bullet, for the flow it's of the show. And apparently nobody. It read means it. nothing. I'm not at this point. I'm convinced I didn't write it. I think this uh, this is just a fever dream, and this is not paper in my hands. It says how the show was going to go. Anyway, uh, the last correction. Kingdom Hearts DLC was revealed. I thought it was coming in the summertime. Remind. It's in fact coming in the winter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, re colon mind. mind because we're Kingdom Hearts and, uh, and we have to have that re in front of everything. Normal. Yeah, I'm still giving myself half a point for that one though because it looks like there might be some story in it. We got cut scenes that are not voiced in typical Kingdom Hearts 3 trailer fashion for some reason. New content that visually does look like it's going to be more of just like a boss rush kind of thing with different players. The only thing I saw but, was was Sora transforming or what I thought was Sora transforming like final into Roxas or Aqua. I don't I couldn't tell exactly. The only shot of Sora that we got in the trailer was uh, the fight at in like midair. Yeah. Lucius and Callum yeah, or whatever didn't he that turn final into city? Roxas at that point. No, or no, what he, did I no. see? He turned into like one of his other forms. Oh, yeah, from Kingdom I thought Hearts it. Too. I thought it looked like Roxas because that I'm was sorry. the reveal of uh, the Oblivion Keyblade, which was missing from Kingdom Hearts Three. Anyway, that's it for E3 corrections. I was wrong on those things. I probably missed some because I definitely notes last week. Some. There's some just stuff for us to go over for E3 in yep. general. Well, we got some news pre E3 news. Some big news stories I wanted to go over before yeah. we actually got into E3. So. First one we have on here. E3 has not started proper. It started today. Today proper, actually. Yeah, yeah. I'm, so, I'm sorry. Giant I'm Bomb misquote. at Night. I told I'm you misquoted. all that, too. Yeah. I'll let you all that on there. Giant Bomb at Night's going on tonight. I'm going to be watching it all night long. You don't have work tomorrow. You should watch I Giant Bomb at catch, Night. I what time does it come that. on? I don't know. Okay. I watched most of that pre-pre-show, <laughs> <laughs> so I can definitely watch that. Just want to mention that we went to uh, St. Arnold's 25th anniversary cellar tasting event here in Houston. It was awesome. Uh, it was super, super fun. Tried a lot of... Nice little beers. Ethan's glazing his eyes over already. He's just like checking out through the notes on the table. He's, I think he's going to go get some food, actually. Speaking of food, it was my first time being at the uh, the St. Arnold's restaurant. The, the little beer garden over yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Super nice. Mm-hmm. Awesome food. We both got the same thing. I've never done that at a restaurant before. We you guys both, went to a special beer garden and got the same food we item. Bo- we literally Dude, got the we same beer. good, man. We, we both saw on the menu and we were like, yes. We could have had a bite from each other. Like, Sampled a little bit of something else. No, dude, well, I tried I wanted to my share own. something else, but he he wasn't having. It. I got yeah. an order of fried green tomatoes. They have chicken, steak, fried green tomatoes. 
where like, it's like like it's a, a chicken thick, fried chicken like fried, a chicken fried steak batter. Yeah, like the batter you use for, for that. Ooh, that sounds but good. Yeah, I bitched out and I didn't try it. Sliced in half. I told you about this. They serve it with what they call the Million Island dressing instead of Thousand million Island. Island. That's clever. Uh, got one of those. We both had an orange show because that was what paired well with the tomatoes that he refused to try. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we got the Texas hot fried chicken, which was just a Ooh. giant fried chicken breast with uh, bone hot in. sauce already on it. No bone. Mm. Our plates were empty. That's fine. Uh, served on a nice thick slice of toast. And then with came with uh, Roquelette mac Texas and cheese. Roquelette as mac and cheese. Dude, that shit was so fucking good. It was delicious. And found out later, because they had like a little cheese plate as part of our tasting. I saw from, that on your checklist. Yeah, there was yeah, a little bit of a fancy. Houston that cheese plate was made. also great. Yeah, because wasn't their mac and cheese made from that cheese plate yeah, that we mac, had? the cheese they used for their mac and cheese is the Roquelette from Houston Dairy Maids that we then sampled the actual... Like not raw cheese, but like the, just a slice of that cheese. Ooh, dairy man. For our tasting, yeah. It was, <laughs> you say that, dude. I really want to go sometime. Actually, maybe that'll be Caitlin and I's first date because I really. <laughs> they have like tastings. They have free tastings every day. Uh, they do like they have like wine tasting events and stuff too. I think they even do beer. But so it's like I. At first, I thought they were just a dairy, but they're like a a huge store. So they cater to lots of different. Like Texas made cheeses and stuff. You know what they but say about also kids stuff from, from dairy. all over the country. Yeah, dairy. That's a little it joke for yeah, you. Yeah, it is. That's about it from the St. Arnold's. I won't get in all the beers and stuff. You're not here for a beer podcast. I just wanted to say that uh, that was a super fun event. St. Yeah. Arnold's 25th anniversary. <clears throat> That's a big number for them. You can check out photos on Instagram, Twitter, and stuff. Yes. Yeah. I did take a couple photos with my brand new, by the way, they don't sponsor us, Google Pixel 3A. Takes really nice photos. That's the only reason I've been using Instagram again is because I finally have a non shitty camera phone and it takes nice pictures. Anyway, yeah, anyway, on. on to the actual news. I'm going to get into just like the list of. Yeah, I put them kind of in the yeah. order I figured we'd go through, but. Oh, you're still talking about the news and stuff, not like the actual bulleted like video games yet. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I'm still on, we're still okay. on page Sorry. one, people. Yeah, yeah, this, is, this, this could be a long one, might be a short one. We'll see. If we can run a little smoother and people read the doc, then maybe. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's going to be fine. First little thing I want to point out Near Automata from Platinum Games has sold through 4 million copies. Good across. God. PS4, Xbox One, and PC. I think that's a pretty big deal it's because a that's a lot of copies yeah. <laughs> for a game franchise that not a lot has of people been know. Hella niche for a long time. Yeah. yeah, considering how many installments it has in the series, though, it's kind of odd. Because what is this? The yeah. third one? Fourth. So Fourth. This is a sequel series to Dragon Guard. Yeah, which was a very niche like action RPG series on Dope PS2. Series, though, mm-hmm. it's very cool. Always ran like shit though, which is why I never got into it. Uh, like they just have really bad problem of the issues. era, honestly. When when did it come out? Ooh. The Dragon Guard games. Yeah, those first two were on PS2, and okay. then Dragon Guard Three was on PS3, and is like notorious one of the worst performing PlayStation Three games <laughs> out there. Really? Yeah, like it. Yeah, like got really low reviews and stuff because of the performance was so bad. But now, of course, you got emulators and stuff like that. People can make now it run you better. Can really play it. It looks yeah. it's fun. Mm-hmm. But uh, just a. And series, the, it's always the had a little, line is just a little kind bit of, of issue. A little super out convoluted, there. very yeah, like yeah, it, very, very Japanese. Yeah, you know, yeah, just yeah. Very, it's, yeah. It's really cool though if you can dig into that lore and everything. Mm-hmm. And then Near was on PS3 and Xbox 360. That was like the sequel to Dragon Guard Two, a, a specific ending. Yeah, of Dragon these games Guard. all have different timelines yes, and different alternate endings. endings. Yeah, so this I was remember, a yeah. this was a very specific like ending F of yes. Dragon Guard Two, <laughs> and then that's where Nier that's goes. That's where on. Nier starts, and that's then crazy. Yeah. And then Nier has its own uh, endings as well. Yeah, and then which Nier, I like that. It's it's cool. Yeah. Like that's nobody really does that. Yeah, and then Nier Automata is a sequel to one of the endings of Nier. 
in itself in having 26 endings. Yeah, also. but I, I think part of why Wait, it did Nier so well, has 26 yes, endings. An ending for every episode of the or every letter of the alphabet. They're not all real endings, though. So a lot of them are gag endings. Right. They right. end the game and they roll the credits. That's an ending. No, I know. I'm not saying that. Yeah, no, no, no. It's one of those. Like, cause <laughs> I said that so matter of factly. <laughs> Four million people apparently have played this game, but a lot of people. One of the first things you see when people talk about this game is you're like, oh, it always sounded kind of neat, but I don't want to play the same game 72 times <laughs> in a row or whatever. And it's not really. They're not. Like, yeah. there's somewhere it's like you start the game and then you just decide not to progress with the story and that counts as an ending. Little things like that. Right, You right. find them accidentally, some of them. They're, yeah. so, they're so, like, simple. There's five, like, main paths or whatever, mm-hmm. but even then, it's not like you're not replaying the game five times. No, I, think, I think, if anything, some of them start you back, like, where you died or some, where you ended it. Yeah, all the endings after E are all just like the gag ones yeah. where they just restart your checkpoint essentially. But I uh, just thought that was cool to mention. That's a uh, I love that game personally. Yeah, that was one of my games of, the year, sure. of that year. And uh, yeah, I'm hopeful that maybe that means we might get a near uh, the first near remaster or something. Or that would be cool. Just more in this series, maybe even a new. Like uh, I'd love to see like Dragon Guard remade. Like I don't the, think that's the last we'll see from from Taro from Yoko Taro. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Not he's been put in the spotlight now, and I don't think he's ever going to he's got a cult following that's like that's out there dedicated and, yeah. yeah it's that he's not going to go anywhere uh next up wanted to quickly talk about blasphemous from the game kitchen this is a video or a game that got revealed just before e3 if you like angels and demons and like gore and hell and all that good stuff if you like dante's inferno not the video game hey the video game was awesome no i, I, I like when it came, inferno. i remember when it came out it's really. not considered very well like yeah, like it's, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was clone. very cool. Yeah, we was, played it. It was super cool. Hold on. I'm going to pull that up. Real go quick. Ahead. I'm pretty you sure. You go ahead. That had decent reviews. I'm you did. It go got like sevens and eights, I want to say. We've been over this. That's average. Me and Travis. Well, you're right. It is average, Thank but still, you. that's pretty good. I mean, yeah, you're Yeah, here. it's still a fun game. We also need to check back in with their uh, their game lab on their website to yeah. uh, see if we can get into that open beta. No, um, we definitely or should. Or close, whatever it is. Yeah. But, but definitely with like Blasphemous for people like looking for a description, to me, it kind of reminds me. It's got like. Uh, a metro 73 on metacritic for yeah Dante's exactly Inferno. it's got like kind of like a metro that is a style c minus in in school we're not in school yeah we're talking about video games exactly i Those play are- 70s all the time okay that's all <laughs> you gotta respect the seven out of ten i'm okay? 70 and 14 right now. a few weeks ago was you know getting all hard for days gone i was getting seven seven and a half exactly i i feel like as an industry we like to pretend I like all play we play days gone, but nines. i just don't want to pay 60 bucks we we'll just wait for it. It's on sale right I don't now. want to yeah, pay bucks. forty for like the PlayStation thing. I don't want to pay forty, 40 bucks. bucks either. Well, check out Blasphemous, guys. It looks super <laughs> cool. There's a cool uh, gameplay video up on IGN. They have like a 17 minute gameplay. First 15 of it. minutes or so, it, it looked really cool. It's just uh, like the style I mentioned, kind of like that, in the style of like a Castlevania kind of a game. It's, yeah, you know what you're getting when you when I say that. Now this one, this was an actual story on CNET with PlayStation CEO. I uh, just wanted to quickly go through this one too because I know. A lot of people out there, this is something that happens every time this generation. What's happening with the new consoles? How am I going to play my games? What's the plan going forward? Am Backwards I going to compatibility? Yeah, if I buy X, if I buy The Last of Us Part Two on PS4, will I be am able I going to, play to, to rebuy five? it on yeah. Five? Is Five going to have the better game? Uh, so I just wanted to go through this article real quick. This is from CNET by Ian Schur. Uh, look up the full article. These are just a couple of quick blurbs out of here. There's some good questions and answers going over things like PSVR and stuff. But uh, the article says, typically the launch of a new video game console is a major transition when old games and your progress in them are left behind in favor of the latest and greatest. Sony wants to put an end to that. In his first interview since becoming Sony's PlayStation CEO in April, Jim Ryan offered some details about the company's successor to its popular PlayStation 4 console, which is expected next year. 
Among them, Ryan said his company plans to offer cross-generational play, effectively offering players the ability to play a game on their PS4, switch to a new console, and continue, and then switch back. Effectively, it won't matter to Sony servers which device they're playing on. As a result, they'll have all the same friends while they do that. Quote, whether it's backwards compatibility or the possibility of cross-generational play, we'll be able to transition that community to next-gen. Quote, it won't be a binary choice about whether you have to play either on PlayStation 4 or next-gen to continue your friendship, end quote. Uh, so that's pretty cool. I think that Basically what that means, you're playing multiplayer games online. Last of Us 2 is going to have multiplayer, obviously. If you buy that game on PS5, or you're still playing on PS4. You're not gonna have separate servers. You're not gonna have a separate friends list. Everybody's gonna be able to play together. Just like if you now, when he says cross generation play, is he talking about just? He's not talking platforms at all. No, this is in this Specific article specifically. He's just saying between PS4 and the future PlayStation, right. which we call PS5, but it's still not. No, I get what you're saying. So specifically, console generations. Yeah. Presumably, though, it does mean that if you're talking about something like, say, Fortnite that is already cross play between PS4 or Xbox one. When Fortnite is inevitably ported to PS5 cross play will still work as it did. I'm sure the next call of duty will be the same. If you play call of duty, modern warfare on your X or on your Xbox one right now, then you get a PS5, any cross play or cross progression and stuff that will still all basically anything you do on PS5, it's going to work the same way it's been working on PS4. Uh, the last little tidbit I had was just a, uh, in his conversation with CNET, Ryan said an SSD storage drive Sony custom designed for the console will be offered as part of the default version, which is, of course, good to know. We all want solid state drives in our consoles. He also added the device will offer ultra high definition 4K visuals at 120 hertz, which is twice the screen refresh rate of most TVs. Uh, just wanted to throw that out because that last part is a bit new from the original Wired breakdown and will also play into all the buzzwords that we got about Project Scarlet which I think was all part of why they went out and Microsoft went out and said 120 Hertz during their conference too, because this little article came out. Everybody knows we got to have that checkbox list. Everybody knows the specs that we want. Their computers are, you know, let's be honest. Computers specs are widely advanced compared to the consoles. They can push things. So people know what they want in a console and Sony and Xbox are trying to give it to them. Yeah. And they're, you know, using the same words, but that's just because that's kind of the All standard. All the boxes these days are going to be the same yeah, that's, to a point. That's yeah. kind of the standard because that's what people expect. So that's what they're trying to give. It's just we'll It'd see. It'd be weirder if they didn't also yeah. say those words. Yeah. 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 But I uh, just thought that article was neat. What's up, Drew? You know, Sony's, pre- Sony's president saying, you know, they're looking forward to easier transitions through like the next console and everything like that. Uh, with the next article we have here, uh, Ubisoft planning Rainbow Six Siege for PS5 and not, you know, uh, announcing a sequel anytime soon. Yeah. Do you think that's why they're like not announcing a sequel anytime soon? Because they're going with that transition and they want people to be able to like. I think the next Rainbow Six game, especially this a new Siege game, it's going to be on the next gen console. If the one they're having now it's just going to be DLCs and new no, stuff. Yeah, exactly. Till the next one. Uh-huh. Just because of the popularity of how much it is, it would be a waste to release a new one on the current consoles and not just wait. Well, no, what they're saying is the opposite is that siege that you're playing today, they're going to port that to the next generation systems. And that will be this. There is no siege Two. Oh. Like they, yeah, it's not exactly. Even the cards. They're not working for siege two or anything. They're just get, like, like in the, I believe in the article, it says like, uh, well here, a- Andrew, do you want to go through? Cause I say, you can skip through whichever parts you don't feel are relevant, but this answers Ethan's question. Yeah, so uh, reading, uh, pulling from the GameSpot article, 
Uh, Rainbow Siege uh, 6's developer Ubisoft has long maintained its desire to get the Tom Clancy shooter to the 100 operator mark before making a sequel. The company has again repeated that wish, saying it doesn't plan on making a Siege 2 even when the next PlayStation and Xbox consoles launch. We don't uh, want a sequel whatsoever, Hmm. Siege's brand director Alexandre Remy told the Daily Star. The reason behind this is we don't want to segregate our community between the different platforms. In an ideal world, we'd love uh, players from every platform to be able to play together. We are approaching next gen with the same spirit yeah okay so that makes sense basically the same thing that jim ryan was saying is that that way if you're on ps4 they don't want all of a sudden siege 2 to come out and then well now you have to upgrade now you're not going to be playing with those same people that can only play on the other yeah Yeah, they don't want to separate you from you and your buddies and that kind of does go back to what i was saying like they love their game that they have now they're not going to fix because it's not broken they're just going to keep doing dlcs and expansion and if they're going to like what rocket league does yeah if and if they're going to port it to the next gen and improve the graphics visually and up the frame rate and i mean that's great that's basically what this says like their plan is essentially just be like the next gen version will still be the siege you play now but it's going to be the difference between playing on a mid-range pc to like an ultra high-end one Uh, and that's great yeah if they boost everything graphically and stuff like that that's um, practically a new siege which is what what people want for honestly back in the ps3 360 generation when Mm -hmm. dlc first started where it's like you don't make new games just push them that game yeah like Imagine if when the first Rock Band came out or whatever, that instead of buying Rock Band 2, you just got more songs, like the $40 expansion, you've got your same disc, it all downloads. And yeah, now you have your new songs. They hadn't figured that out yet. Yeah. Well, (laughs) some people have, and they refuse to do it. Like, I think the best example is these sports games where every year you have to buy the new FIFA, the Madden, the NBA 2K just to get what's essentially an updated roster. Yep, just a roster. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just like, when are they going to release Madden or FIFA? And yeah. Just on, yeah. I think these companies would be wise to do something similar to what Ubisoft is like doing. Like a season pass kind of? The more, kind of, yeah, well, yeah, well, Ubisoft was like season, an they've actual done, sports season yeah, pass. Exactly. <laughs> like, That's they've exactly done multiple season too. passes. Some people are a little more cynical with it where it's like, well, I wish all the content was just in the game. But like, at this point, but IRL content, so content for the sport gets released like, Oh, I mean, I'm talking about just for Siege specifically. Oh, but, sorry, for Siege. I but, thought we were talking about like Yeah, they're, they've games. got like a year two and I think coming up a year three pass. But oh, as, if you as a customer can trust that like that content you've been playing and the things you have unlocked will stay with you for five, six, seven, eight, ten years. World of Warcraft has been doing that for ages. Yep. M- MMOs have been doing that for a long time. That's true. Yeah. Like you you don't have to go out and buy a new $60 copy yep. every time World people of bring up the fact comes. of, well, what about WoW 2? You don't yeah. need what you don't need WoW two. And now that it's funny, now that Destiny two bungee, so anything people would just want classic, and they got it. <laughs> but, but that's its own niche. Yeah, and something similar with Bungie and and Destiny two is now that they've been able to get cut loose from Activision. What's the first thing they did? They said, "We're not doing Destiny three right now. We're going to push that way out. We're going to make it easier for you to pick which expansions and which content you want. If you're a day one player, here's a free copy to get into the game, similar to Ubisoft with Siege, where right now. For about a year now, they've had a starter pack where you can, without putting any money in, go and get into Siege, start playing this, and maybe later on, if you want to, buy a new pass, unlock characters that way, or access to new maps and stuff. But I think that's really cool. I think we're going to see that from other games like Fortnite, Rocket League, Oh, yeah, especially. it's going to be a trend for sure in this next yeah. generation. See, I hope they pick up good, good, you know, good the practices. More, the more the big games that are doing well that you wouldn't have expected. Yeah, lead by the more you're going to see it. Yeah. These other money grubbing publishers are going to have to follow suit because we've already seen stuff where EA is down this year because they keep releasing bombs of games of service stuff between Anthem not doing nearly as well as they thought it was going to. 
people slowing down on their battlefield sales and stuff like that. Because again, Apex Battlefield drop. Five kind of feels like a reskin to a lot of people that was yeah. hopping on the hype train with Battle Royale, and now well, now they, that that's they, lost, the call was answered. We're yeah. not interested. Essentially, is what you heard from people. So I thought those were a couple two interesting stories. Much smaller ones. We're going to breeze through real quick. Nino Cooney. Wrath of the White Witch finally comes. Is that the first Nino Cooney? Yes. Is that what it was called? That's the one that was on originally on Nintendo DS. Oh. Yeah. So that was a cool Not one too. We or well, PS3. That even PS3 was a new like an up HD version of mm-hmm. the DS game. Oh. Uh, and added like all the anime cutscenes and stuff like that. And now Did that game is that. coming to PS4, PC, and Switch. That might be a Switch game for me. Very excited. Oh, you should definitely play. It. I think you like it a lot. It's a it's I know you've, chill, laid back you're, RPG. you've given it great reviews and I know like Colin Mortiarty really enjoys it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I might give it a shot. Yeah. Of course it's, it's another one of those where I had to dust off the PS3 last year just to play it. And just like just when you a little longer, I would have just go gotten my fucking remaster. Three. This is going to be a running gag. Travis is like <laughs> loves and, and just bringing up his PS3 console. Oh, PS3 Constantly. So much. He'll, he'll take any chance he can to bring up his we PS3. You just have a dedicated minute to Travis talking about his did PS3. Did somebody, PS3 did somebody <laughs> say PS3? Did somebody say PS3? <laughs> so, open the door, uh, slide the curtain open. Speaking of remasters and remakes, uh, destroy all humans. Yeah, I don't know if you all played that back when it came out. It was definitely a rental for me. I did. A week ago, before this got announced, I booted up the PS2 on PS4 version. One trophy. Popped one trophy. So now I'm stuck with it and I got to get the fucking platinum on (laughs) it. Forever stain. (laughs) So now you have to get it twice because you got to get the remaster. Well, no, now I'm just. I'll probably play the remaster. It looks fun. It's a fun game. I would love to see it updated. I didn't really get the game when I was playing it the first time. I think it's just the age whatever just didn't match up i don't know yeah it was funny enough as a kid where you know you're supposed to think it's funny but then like you really don't get a lot of the jokes yeah and i couldn't really figure out what to do i, I don't know because even as i was playing with this i was like this is some kind of like fast dry humor like yeah, 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 yeah. they are not missing any beats it's almost here. like uh it's i imagine mars if, like, attacks got, the yes game. thank you yes, that's exactly where i was came going around, around the same time too so no it didn't mars attacks came out way before destroy all humans it's a similar time no, Mars Attack came out in like 96, 98. I, I want to say think. 98. I think it yeah. is on the. Mo- Destroy All Humans. That would have been 2004, like- I think, man. You know what? Eat my asterisk. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we got one more thing on here for the quick news. Actually, we got a. Uh, I'll probably skip this. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, did want to mention new Persona 5 Royale trailer. <laughs> Royale trailer. Uh, Persona 5 Royale officially coming to the West in 2020. I know it's coming out in October this year in Japan. And that's where you play as 100 uh, Persona characters fighting another 100. Persona characters, right? No, this is not por- <laughs> not not Royale. Persona ro- Royal. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, Royal. The I, Royal. Royale. Sorry, me. sorry. Yeah. For those that don't know, yeah, Persona Five. It's basically getting like a bit of new content. It's kind of like a 1.5 version. This is very common with Japanese games. Is it like the they, Golden version? Or? Yeah, it's very much like Persona Four Golden. There's going to be a new character. They're adding a new semester to the storyline. New dungeons. Probably Where a lot is of side this content. new character every time in the in the released version? There they just keep them in a closet until the. I really don't know like, how these things work. I see. As far as I understand it, it's not like this is cut content and they weren't able to get it out and then they just were like, okay, we're going to make so a revise. It was- it's more that like when they make these games, they want to add more to it. Like they finish the game, they get it out, and then they're like, ooh. And then somebody has a good idea. What if idea. we also did this and this and this and added like it, – it's fairly common. Like you remember back in the PS2 days, like the Final Fantasy games, it was very common for those to get international versions. Yeah. Where it would come out of Japan, that would come out six months, eight months Translate later. that, put it out in the U.S., Usually the U.S. version has a couple new things, and then the Japan audience is like, well, we want that stuff too. So, I, okay, guys, well, here you go. Now, so here's the international version. 
I, I think it's a similar thing where it's just like they they have more ideas. People, the, the fan base for these games are ravenous. They don't mind if all ravenous. you're getting is another character and like another semester. We I'm want buying more that shit Persona. day one. So, and I put 120 hours into Persona 5 and I cannot wait to replay this next year. So, so I'm part of the problem. Like if you rest- if you restart the game. Like, There's no the ga- carrying your content over. No, 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 no. no. I'm a, just asking like if you restart the game with that new kit, like you download the DLC and then you it's restart It's not a DLC. The- this is a new game. Oh, a new game. This is a new disc. You're oh, buying a new okay. retail product. So like product. even if you have Persona 5, like original, you can't yeah, like just download it separately. Over. Yeah, it's okay. a brand right. new thing. It's as if you're playing the game for the first time. Again, our more cynical American tastes might hate the idea of something like that, but they love it in Japan. They're, just, oh, yeah, they're all about it. I love no. it too. I don't know. The people that have bought Skyrim six times would probably beg the difference. <laughs> well, fuck those people. They're also part of the problem. Anyway. <laughs> I want it for my microwave. Uh, another quick little tip. <laughs> no, this man, is just a fun news story. Fridge. Nintendo 64 returns to E3 for the first time in 23 years since it's oh, revealed. I missed this. What is this? So this is a little retro console. It's not from Nintendo. It's from one of those companies that just like makes the thing. You go to the shopping mall and you buy a little thing and it runs your old games sure. or whatever. Higher quality version of that. But this is a, a small Nintendo 64 works with actual game carts. So you'll, and it has HDMI output. So you can hook it up to your high definition television. Supports original controllers. Original controllers, as well as the two bundled controllers that it gets. But yeah, if you want to plug in your old N64 controller, now, your old, dirty, grimy <laughs> N64, it's compatible with all that stuff. So with um, the new controllers, are they better designed? No, not necessarily. I'm, from I mean, what I understand, do you need three hands to work it? There might be more impressions from it because I know it's on the show floor at E3. You still need three hands to use this thing. Okay. Uh, from what I understand, it's or just two really it's made good to be, hands. It's made to be know? like you a replica a of that controller. <laughs> so I just thought that was neat. That it, it's one of those kind of like the they did something similar. I think it was even the same company where they had one that was like kind of like for Sega Master System and Genesis, where it ran the actual cartridges and stuff. Okay. This is not something where it's preloaded with all 130 bootleg games. It's more it actually like runs a, the cartridges and everything yeah, hey, like that. Hey, you don't yeah. have the money for one of these expensive converter boxes to use your actual N64. Yeah, because those can, converter boxes get pricey. The high quality ones can get very expensive, yeah. Uh, but just thought that was neat. And then one last final non-E3 news story. Uncharted movie finally gets a release date of December 18th, 2020. We still don't know anything about it except that Tom Holland is supposedly going to play Nathan Drake. I had no idea this was a thing. You didn't even know this was a thing? Nope. No oh, idea. Okay. It's yeah, got announced like Tom a year Holland, ago, I think. Like, leak this? Is it Tom get Holland a little Tom young to play Nathan Drake? Tom Holland's like 20. He's 22. Or something. No, no, he's, he's like 22, 23. That. Fair yeah. enough. That's fine. But I'm pretty I think sure. he just looks. He's I like that not too young yeah, to yeah, play Nathan Drake. Tom Holland looks younger than me. Well, so the entire thing, too, was that like they came out right off the bat where the story is not adapting the games. Oh, and that it okay. is it is like an origin story type thing where it's so it's he a does younger, it's not experience. Yeah, for sure. Drake. So it's not like Uncharted 4 with his brother. No, and no, 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 no. It's completely. 23. He's 23. Boom. I mean, yeah, that's enough. That's a young boy. That's young enough to be. Yeah, that's I'm enough. Not gonna, that's enough for an origin. story. I won't be surprised that this guy somehow is able to like rock climb the sides of mountains and stuff, because at least at that point, you're old enough. You decide this is where your life is going. He's already I'm out of college. Fuck. I'm going to the gym. I'm I'm putting on my my holster and I'm going to go get some treasure. OK, I don't think he's too young for it. Sounds it. like a kid with something to prove, but. That's I'll watch that me. movie. That, that, I, you will, know what? That's perfect. I will watch that movie. This kid will be 25 at that point. So Exactly. Exactly. Well, they're probably going to be shot. It would have already right. shot. Yeah, exactly. Then, yeah. right. So his, still. his beard will have just been coming in. And Tom Holland, we trust. I can totally see. There was somebody, of course, who already did like a, 
a mock-up of what it might look like, and they they put on like the Nathan the, Drake the the, outfit, the Heather yeah. Gray shirt, and the 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 holster and everything. The necklace. And he, yeah. He's like dirtied up his face a little and made his arms way too ripped. It looks super weird, but uh, he's a skinny guy. I could see it happen. He's kind of a skinny kid. He could play Spider Man. It's gonna be fun. Maybe we'll get an even more ripped Spider-Man the next time we'll see him in the Marvel Ooh. movies after Uncharted. So now for the, the meat and potatoes of the show, I believe. We're gonna, E3, We're kind of going to go through well, just like the timeline of E3 that happened. and, and what Yeah, this we, is mostly in order from yeah, like the, the uh, conferences and who went when and what they went over. Yeah, and I think we all have, we may have like a little bit of something to say each. I, I don't know really how much Andrew actually saw. I know me and Travis. You guys were definitely more uh, like paying attention uh, than I was because I was busy all, all all weekend. And that and that's fine. That's why we're here. Sometimes yeah. pick pick up each other. Can't you didn't take off work because you knew E three was coming. Sorry, man. I could could have helped my brother's boyfriend move. Just as easily been me. So yeah, yeah. But yeah. So EA Play went first. This is just a streaming thing. They didn't do a conference this year. I don't know if I actually watched this. The That's pl- the, the only, play part. The only positive I can say about E3s or EA at E3 is that they knew when not to do a conference. Thank you, EA. That's the only pro you're going to get from me today. <laughs> uh, I did okay. not. Uh, I don't think. Oh, yes, I did. Yes, I did. You probably glossed over I some could, of it. No, you, you I might did have seen see, some separated, like some cutout interviews and stuff like that. I saw the the Sims 4 expansion. I did see Apex um, and then the Jedi. Yep, stuff, Island so. Living. Is that the name yep. of the Sims 4 expansion? Island yep. Living. Uh, I love the Sims games. I've been playing those games since I was a little kid. Looks fun. I Looks get like another super Sims excited expansion. to spend another $40 every fucking time they announce these things. <laughs> I was thinking about this the other day. Do the Sims still do cheat codes? Yeah. Okay. See, that's there you go. That's how that's actually that kind of cool. I like that. Drop your because fucking, like cheap codes are all pretty much extinct. Just type Rosebud a hundred times. Buy your little robot that cleans up your house. Rosebud. Rosebud's the code that you put in to get uh, like ten thousand simoleons. Unlock Citizen Kane. No, but that's the joke. <laughs> I mean, it, it it it's just really true. That's always been the code. Rosebud. Rosebud? A, it's from. It's not even. <sighs> never mind. Yeah. Just really. <laughs> yeah, I've never actually seen Citizen Kane. <laughs> but you don't even know like the. Just like some it's higher like level a, it's references. Like a, yeah, it's like a it's 60 like a pop year culture old, thing. Like, yeah. Pop culture reference. Yeah. I've heard it. I, you know, I just. Maybe we'll get a long time. Did they make a it's pop. His, it's his sled. Okay. Did they make like a bobblehead pop thing for Citizen Kane? Do you think they got one out there? I, would it be like a smash snow globe or would it just be the old man in bed? Old man in bed. Oh, wow. Well. <laughs> He's in his little bed. He's got the little big pop head. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So they also had uh, the first gameplay reveal for Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Now, before you talk shit, I have a quick question. Did you happen to see the other gameplay demo they had? Because they did a second demo. No, I've only seen the one. That showed more of the lightsaber combat and stuff. And it looked a lot smoother than what they... Because I think this is one where they... This would have been the benefit of them having a conference because they could have pre-recorded their gameplay demo instead of doing it live. I think part of it was that whoever was playing live, it just happened to be a bad run. Those things happen. I'm sure that it was rehearsed a bunch of times. But I know that the second gameplay demo I watched of lightsaber combat and stuff, Ethan's about to pop his top. It looked a lot better to me. I was less aggravated, but or not aggravated. I was less negative about what we saw than uh, I think you guys were. I'm cautiously optimistic still, but Ethan, what are you trying to say? What do you got? What do you got for me? I just have. I guess it's just nitpicks. It's really like oh, it's, it's, see, a, it's did this very, the first episode too. It's when you were like, Ethan. yeah, it's very, it's Looked very like early you were on. Raring to go, had something crazy to say, and then it's just it, totally normal. Because I thought about it, and it's just, you know, it's not worth like the the explosion. But it, yeah, it's very early, and and so I'm I'm gonna give it the benefit of the doubt. My stuff was nitpicky too. Yeah. I thought some of the animations weren't quite as smooth as I wanted them to be. True. Like they, see this tad like whenever he like jumped be- around and got behind him and then like yeah. did like that. So I know from what little I know about in my expert field of 
game animation was I think that has to do with the blending of animations. I watched a cool GDC conference not long ago with how, how well they did it with Uncharted 4. Oh, nice. Because that's such a good example. Oh, of yeah, for sure. When blending is done right. Like, you can't tell when the model is – you can't see the matrix where you're like, oh, the model's going from one yeah. animation to the uh-huh. other. That was what seemed a little less smooth and what we saw, yeah, like especially jumping onto the walls and wall jumping off of things and little things like that just weren't quite as smooth as I liked. Uh, I thought the graphics were almost like really good in spots and then like really not so great in other spots. Like I felt like the depth See, of field I was watching it on my phone and, and the connection was kind of cutting, cutting in and out. I haven't yeah. bothered to watch it on a better I, monitor yet. I'm going to read from my notes. Yeah. And it just says, boo, comma, mediocre, and then underlined... Why do we need a robot? Because it's Star Wars. You yeah, have a every companion has a robot. Everyone's got a droid buddy. Yeah, and he's going to be Anakin a comic Skywalker, relief. Droid buddy. Luke Skywalker, droid buddy. Ray, droid buddy. Kylo Ren, worst Star Wars character ever. No droid buddy. I'm just kidding. I literally you like know who didn't Kylo have a droid buddy? Ren. Who? The the guy from uh, The Force Unleashed. Because he didn't need That's not one. canon. Yeah, that's not canon. Oh, who cares? We don't have to consider that. That's not canon. Fucking canon. Uh, yeah, so like... It was the coolest so the it seems Force like has the, ever been. The read of the room is... Wait and lukewarm see. Lukewarm to cool Wait and on see this. is yeah. basically Yeah, definitely wait and see. I sure. hope we see some more... Some tightening up, but... Isn't this coming out? Is this another November game? Did I write down a... No, I don't, I don't think, I, I think it's a 2020 game. Is it really? I did yeah. not write down any Drew, sort could you of verify? release, yeah. You have the computer in front of you. I know, but it's weird. I have certain things pulled okay, up. I want to have fun. Uh, okay, I was going. Uh, oh, actually, I'm stupid. I do have the computer in front of me. I had Jedi Order pulled up. Uh, release date, November 15th, 2019. Wow. wow. So that was the part that stood out to me where it's like, okay, that's in the window of where... I don't like to, all, I don't like to fall back on the whole, it's just alpha gameplay they're going to fix it up because when it comes to certain companies and publishers, EA in particular, that usually is not the case. Usually what you see is what you get. And then they spend the next nine months fixing things. And then before that, they're trying to get you to pre-order the sequel. Like, uh, I that's feel like four, that's just the that's usual rotation. Away. Yeah. Four months is a lot, not a long time. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I'm optimistic because I really like respawn. Those are the guys, of course, that did Titanfall, uh, and most recently apex legends, and their pedigree goes back to the uh, founding of Infinity War and stuff, who did all the Call of Duty games before that became a multi-studio franchise. So kind of worried, not too worried, sort of worried. I don't know. But uh, yeah, it's up just, in the air. It did not blow my skirt up like I was hoping it would compared to how For we sure. felt looking forward to this. But maybe that's a good thing. Yeah. You know, sometimes it's good to not be hyped. Uh, they did show some new Apex season two stuff and yeah. some new Apex stuff in uh, general that I knew hero uh, Watson. Watson. She seems yeah. pretty cool. She can like do these electric force fields, like, like electric fences. Her so power is based off the shield tech in the game. Right. I think her and her dad. So this was one of y'all's predictions or, or not predictions, but hopes. Did we get a new map? Did they talk about the map at all? I don't think they talked or? about map events and they did tease at something coming to the new map with a little uh, trailer of, um, think it was like a it it looked like a dragon's eye have you seen like the 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 skeletons and the wasteland parts of the map the it seems to maybe be an alive one of those coming to the map to kind of do something but cool well it was stuff that made y'all think oh i'm gonna jump back in when season two they released i'm gonna jump back in either way i'm probably going to jump in. yeah that and like uh the leviathans are moving yeah the big creatures are moving so 
maybe moving that's, isn't going somewhere else or yeah, like they're just moving they're just around. moving well right now it looks like they're just making a circle around the island but they're moving maybe for the that's first what time. they're talking about See, that's the kind of shit that i wish that what, i cared about is that Fortnite. like the dragon thing is that what they're talking about i, guess? I have no idea maybe oh. it could be like the dragons coming out from somewhere and the things are moving away that you know that could be See, something. that was i never got into Fortnite. i don't think any of us really did but that was one of the i did for a things. little bit but it was more just a money hole yeah i wanted yeah. to see what it was about but Wasn't my thing. the way that community gets excited over the small I, things. I do the like the events drops. in it. Like I still go to the subreddit and I'll like look for little bits yeah. of lore and everything. It's, it's fun. Events? Yeah. Uh, they're like scavenger hunts. I don't see the, the draw. Not all the time. Cause I mean, some of them wasn't the things where like no, the moon was moving every a way. Vision, and, okay. Yeah. The, okay. The Marvel Avengers event. That was kind of cool. Yeah. You could be the Avengers and stuff and like the that. John Thanos. Thing. See, I, I could see, see something Wick. like that. Well, they actually released a John but, Wick like, skin. Outside of special events like that, their, their map events, it's just go here, look for this thing. I've seen tons of videos of people. Sure, but that's something where I, Fortnite for them is like a new IP. Maybe they don't know how to make something super cool in universe. Apex is tied to Titanfall. Yes. So like they have a, think, they have a universe to pull assets from. Yeah, I think is a, Which a storytelling perspective. Yeah, they have. There's all I'm more interested fire in grenade. if they take that same path yeah. and do some stuff that's like that, like gets you excited. And then there's payoff. They mentioned that they're bringing the new gun that they have that they're bringing in. I think it's an elite, uh, a legendary yellow, whatever that drops only in the the payloads. Um, it's a gun from Titanfall too. Uh, oh, really? from Titanfall 2. I can't remember which one it is. I don't remember if the name one have of been their, changed. I at think all. one of the snipers from Titanfall 2 is also an Apex. I think so, yeah. yeah. And he also the they also Caber, I think it is, or whatever it's called. Caber. Yeah. yeah, the the big sniper rifle, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And then they also mentioned that a certain uh weapon named after an African place will be viable. Wakanda? Soon. No, Wakanda <laughs> forever. Uh no, Mozambique obviously is what they're talking about. So are they buffing Mozambique? They're gonna finally? definitely Can we dual wield Mozambique, Mozambique and make it usable. <laughs> Dual wielding Mozambique, I think I've been saying that since the beginning. That would be dope. Six shots, shoddy handguns. It's awesome. That's the only buff you'd need for that gun is just let me have two. Yeah. yeah. Let me Honestly. use both of them. But, um, You're getting four on the map anyway, like new, in every room you New go season to. is called Battle Charged. Or, oh, so it has a, like a subtitle. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, okay. I, I think is what it was. It's like blue lightning and stuff like that. Um, Yeah, it looks cool. Like they have the elite and event. That makes sense with Watson and her character. Yeah. Style, so. They have the elite event going on too, where it's like, you know, if you're in the top five, you get a special queue. For you know the best of the best, and you get access to like super hyper leveling for your season pass, and mm-hmm. um, access to like elite skins to show off to people. Like, hey, so I'm something to look forward to. That's actually current. The for, legendary oh, event's current right now, and um, I think some of the other stuff is actually yeah coming out pretty soon. So we'll see. Did they put a launch date on season two? I don't think so. Okay. I can't remember, but I could be wrong. Now, Microsoft. So you actually have one missing from this? I left a lot. There's more than one. Okay, this is just sorry. stuff I gave a shit about. Oh, okay. Well, I, I like so the Outer Worlds, they started off with that. And oh, they, well, I didn't put that because that's just a new trailer. That's not like a new oh, announcement. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I, I was released to October 25th, the date. I didn't know if that was new either. So I just, but it looked well, cool. Uh, I, I think still, the date had already been reviewed. Okay, I didn't know. Yeah, when sorry. you and I were hanging out the other night when we were watching the event, you made an interesting point that I didn't think of that... Uh, Outer Worlds it might be a, a little bit shorter. Like the critical path will probably be only about 25, 30 hours. I mean, this isn't yeah. off any sort of like info. It's just. Uh, well, I think they might. I, that's something I think I pulled because when they really revealed the game last year, I think that they talked about that a little bit was that it was not going to be like this huge hundred hour RPG that they were kind of doing a smaller scale thing. And I think now we know part of that is because they were in talks with Microsoft at that time to get acquired. And of course, 
to make those talks go more smoothly, you want to show that, hey, we can by ourselves, we can rein in projects. We aren't going to like be loose cannons if you give us that blank check, which they're surely Microsoft is going to be providing them with because mm-hmm. they want these all these studios to be as creative as possible with their work. But uh, yeah, I just kind of glossed over that because we'd seen it. It yeah, wasn't really cool. Sorry, I'm still super looking forward to that game. We are both very excited. It looked between me better and than what I'd seen previously. So I was a little more hyped than I was before. That's probably why I all I had down. to see was Obsidian. They're making a good version of Fallout and it's probably not going to be buggy as fuck. And I love those guys. And <laughs> yeah, I dude. can't wait to play. This Fair game. enough. Hi. All right, moving on. Uh, Bleeding Edge from Ninja Theory was announced. This has been leaked just a little bit before E3. This is kind of like a shrug moment for me. It was this a is, tech alpha that they showed. I think, yeah, right? this is not my kind of game, really. Uh, I didn't know if you guys thought it was particularly interesting. No, it's, a, it's that melee pass. fighter, right? Yeah. yeah, they keep saying 4v4 melee fighter, but then but every clip I see is people weapons, firing guns with a fucking minigun. So I, don't I, like, don't know, I haven't seen it. This much, is one right away. Not. I feel like the marketing is going to be weird with it's it. It's the Overwatch-esque uh, one, right? Like, yeah, they're it trying really to... looks like Overwatch and Fortnite okay. with the brighter colors. Maybe even a little Borderlands in there, like the kind of steampunky. Battleborn kind of. Okay, so not really something for there you for mentioned, us, you for mentioned there. Battleborn in the pre-show no one talks about Battleborn anymore well I know but if you say Battleborn no one Battle- knows what you're talking about what is Battleborn Ethan <laughs> doesn't know what Battleborn is no let's is that scratch like it Brawlhalla? it's not even worth knowing we're gonna pass okay, right yeah, by just anyway, ignore not so even wait, there is one that you missed that I did want to mention because yeah, I fucking loved the way it looked Ori uh, yeah oh. That was another one that had been revealed. I just I loved Ori. Um, oh man, I, it was a platformer. It looked like Hollow Knight with this amazing color scheme added. So you to didn't it. play the first one. That's no, one we I, should do. Oh with, man, uh, with 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 recording because I have it on the Xbox. We I would could, be really to go. Th- well, even better, we could record on the PC because it's on Game Pass now. We capture higher resolution video for it. Oh, oh well, no, it's 1080p. yeah, it's 1080p anyway. So. But yeah, I guess because Will of the Wisps is this one's like the undertitle. Yeah. So yeah, it's a sequel. Um, February 11th, 2020. I was I saw this and I was immediately like oh I'm so hyped for this it looked yeah very gorgeous. excited for that game uh, of course this Have one will Hollow be Knight? oh yeah I love Hollow. okay this one will be the first one that is released with Xbox One X Dark support Souls, man. I love which means it's gonna be 4k on Xbox One X it's going to have HDR which is gonna be great for a game like this with all uh, it's so vibrant yeah, yeah. so it, it, that was just an honorable mention for me yeah. honestly that I was, left off a lot of stuff where it's like we were just getting updates on and that's why if, if it's something yeah, in particular yeah, that you that haven't seen too much of yeah feel free to shout it out uh next up we had minecraft dungeons uh not really another if you one like mind. story Ooh. mode you'll probably like this one. yeah i'm just kind of interested that like this is the first real project that mojang has done since minecraft i think there were some smaller things in between because i know they worked a little bit with telltale r.i.p for uh, story mode and stuff. And that's another one that there's fucking mobile ports for everything. I think only recently they stopped doing updates for the PS Vita version. So it's it was just cool to see that they were actually doing something new. It looks kind of Diablo-esque. You're going to run around with your friends. Yeah, get it's, loot. Just, it's more Minecraft wow. stuff. Yeah, I don't care so much about yeah. that. But it was just cool to see them doing something. I was wondering when Microsoft was finally going to have them sure. get into work. You know, uh, we got... The reveal of Blair Witch. Super random. Thought yeah, it was something really, completely really else. weird. And what? then just I didn't look up anything into this. So look, oh, it looks actually awesome. And yeah. they even they had an extended gameplay demo too really? in one of the uh after conference interviews. Are we this getting like a dead awesome. by daylight kind of thing? No, it no, looks this like looks like an actual like it looks like a single horror. player, like psychological really? thriller. Okay. Uh set in like the Blair Witch universe. So I don't is know it, if there's a lot of around it. There's a couple uh, of movies. I mean, so yeah. is it like the movie? Are you going to be like looking through a camera the whole time? It looked or? kind of fatal frame-ish a little bit. A little. I yes. Don't, so we didn't, I didn't watch the extended gameplay, so I don't, I didn't catch any of that interview. I don't know what if what saw, I watched was extended. What we saw in the trailer that they showed at E3 was basically you're playing a guy, you get a dog. Yep. 
You have a dog. You wander into a forest. I just assumed you weren't going to play it because it's got a dog and you know that dog's dying at some point. Yeah. Or he's like the ghost all along. <laughs> he's the ghost. That's the Blair Witch. <laughs> we were the Blair Witch all we the, along. We were all the Blair Witch. It was about the Blair Witches we make along the way. <laughs> I am uh, the good boy, Ethan. This game looked very cool. I want yeah. to see what was the developer for this one. Bloober Team. Yeah, I've never heard of these guys before. Yeah, so this might be like their name. first game. I, I need to look more into that. But uh, as far as the way it looked, it was first person. You do have a camera. You're kind of walking through the woods. It's it looked like there might have cool been a little effects. third over the shoulder, too. Could have been. Yeah. yeah. This is my problem with a lot of what happened to E3 this year is so much of what we got as far as new IP. We're just CGI trailers. Can't tell if it's gameplay. And they're so yeah. And, that's the other thing too. We're like games just look so good these days that depending CGI on the experience, videos look good. Yeah. Yeah. So, who knows if this was gameplay yeah. or not? It could have all been CGI. So there we, was. I don't know that we know too much about how this game is going to play, but you should definitely check out the trailer. It looked super cool. Almost gave me like some Silent Hill vibes a little bit. Uh, but yeah, I thought that was interesting. That was probably the biggest surprise. What from the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, just, yeah. I put what in the the notes here. So that was definitely a cool thing to see. Then we got a new Cyberpunk mm. 2077 mm. all CGI trailer, which again, I'm not a huge fan of these, but this one was super cool. That yeah. was all CGI. Was? Yeah, it's all CGI. Yeah. Um, you know what was even cooler? Keanu Reeves. Fucking Keanu Reeves, Reeves showing Reeves. up in the trailer and then at in the, real life, at at the, the conference. Yep. Presented the release date for that, yes. actually. Yeah, we have a uh, release date. April of 16th. April 16th, yes. 2020. Uh, yep. Man, CD Projekt Red. They, I mean, if it's as out as a park as the Witcher was, like, I mean, themselves, yeah, yeah, it's going to be great. Um, yeah, this is one I, I don't think is going to be any less than great. It, yeah. it can either be from great to like stellar to masterpiece. Those, like, I don't the think yeah. it's going to be any blades worse. Uh-huh. The, oh, it was so cool. Yeah, I, that's awesome. We have a world super excited for that one. Yeah. And then next up, we had a Battletoads trailer. I was I, I didn't I see mean, the trailer, but like it's, if it's I know anything little, from Battletoads, I hope this game is going to be hard as fuck. It's just did little, you ever play the like original a little Battletoads? Uh, no, it's hard as fuck. I don't like the art style, though. I almost wish they had done something that more, more was original. Like a, no, not even original or but more, more to the original more 16 bit. Yeah, like less like cartoony it, more. It's like full blown. It looks like cartoon cutouts and stuff. And okay. Like, so is it still like the original? Like so many cartoon things you've seen. Uh, like a side scroller 3D? Side, side by side beat em up or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then it does have like the 3D sections where you're like, I guess you rode motorcycles at some point in yeah. Battletoads. I don't know. I didn't play this game. I'm not part of the meme, but the meme is all part of us now because it. Internet. Make sure you call now. your local yeah. GameStop and ask them if they have Battletoads. Yeah, but be ready to actually pre-order because those people will. Those guys got to be ready to just lose their shit on somebody at this point. Things are not going. By the time this game comes out, you might not be able to call GameStop to pre-order it. (laughs) It's going to be beep, 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 because they're not going to be able to fucking answer you because the store shut down six months before. So you glazed over possibly my biggest surprise moment. or I guess the thing that was I was most excited for coming out of Xbox and, and Microsoft just because. I don't own an Xbox or a PC and I'm just not excited for any of those things. Halo infinite. I didn't gloss over that. That's at the end. Yeah. Is it? Oh, yeah. are you saving mm-hmm. that one for the end? Another moment where nobody read the show doc. I'm Hey, I, I, I didn't have my notes the end. in order. Halo infinite was the last thing they revealed. They revealed it near the end along with the project Scarlet because they announced that it was coming alongside project Scarlet in holiday 2020. No, Halo was before gears of war five. I have everything written down. Oh, order. well, maybe, maybe, yeah. Yeah, maybe, but I didn't want to pair with Scarlet because maybe. yeah, it's coming. Uh, I guess. Yeah. If you want to talk about Halo, it was another CGI trailer. I don't give a fuck. I'm it's just Halo. I'm, I don't care. It's come Halo on. Halo does not have the pedigree it used oh, to have. Oh man. That was like that. Halo that's true. That yeah. Master Chief stuff. I guess it just hit a nice spot 
for me because it had I some just, moments, but I was it's also a great like character. They right? took the Tony Stark thing from Endgame, like the guy just sitting out by himself, stranded on a spaceship, like totally copped that. I guess. I mean, Frozen Master Chief, you could say that was like Frozen Thor, but I mean, sure, parallels. But no, I'm talking about the guy who was trapped in no, the I know ship. What you're yeah, it was Tony. Yeah, I know. I know what you meant. It's some superhero just shows up and saves him last second. I'll, I'll believe it when I see it kind of thing. I, as much as they showed for the little tech demo last year and like because the, they were that was all in engine stuff like yeah. gameplay and not gameplay because there was no game, but like it was engine <laughs> in engine stuff. It was not a pre-rendered visual thing. I expected something way different than that little story tidbit. And to me, that just continues. I think there's a theme for Xbox's conference where they are not ready to show anything for the most part, but they had to try because everyone was watching them because there was no Sony. Sony had it right. I think if Sony was at E3 this year, I have, Microsoft's conference would have been very different and no one would be talking about it at all. And now we're over here picking up the scraps because it's all we had this year. And I have a quote from Greg Miller from kind of funny that I wanted to bring up actually. And this is a perfect moment. Go for it. He said, PlayStation saw the lineup and was like, we don't need to be here. <laughs> <laughs> we're moving to a new console, exactly. a new generation. No reason to get dragged through the coals. Like we are doing to Microsoft right now i don't like to get into like the industry like like clearly they didn't have the full lineup or maybe they had a couple hints they had they had have had some ideas i think just because of how well that they manage their internal studios and their first parties and stuff they're looking at that list of acquisitions and thinking okay cool and they that happened no not that so much as like they know because they're looking at like the how future. long it took Bend to make Days Gone. Yeah. They're looking at how long it's taken to cook Ghost of Tsushima. It's like we've been dealing with first party studios on their own, like on a very long leash for a while. We know that these guys are not going to have games to show yeah. this year. And it's essentially it's going to be do we want to go and show a few of the trailer? Because like I said, the, the stuff I skipped, it's like, well, we saw Ori last year. We saw the Outer Worlds last year. I did not know that. And Sony that's, didn't that's go bad. because they didn't want to have to show you another cut of another Last of Us trailer. Sure, you're, and and you're right. Trailer. Yeah. And they're like, instead of doing that, let's let these people keep working. Let's let them keep plugging let's away. Let them let's hit, let them hit release dates. Yeah, let's leave it in the air yeah. wondering what we've got going on. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. a great fucking quote, though. And that's yeah. essentially how mm. I feel about all of this as well. <laughs> Uh, I want to talk about the Legend of Right real quick. That looks fucking dope. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I is. caught this trailer today. It's almost one I. It's one I glazed over a little bit. Uh, actually, by the way, real quick, oh, shout out to that one. Actually, uh, I do there's an awesome this. website called e3recap.com that's been running for a few years now. The layout is super clean, but essentially, what the, it's run by one guy who goes and essentially plucks all the trailers off of YouTube and stuff and puts them in order of when they're revealed so that if you haven't seen a press conference and you don't want to watch Phil Spencer on stage or yeah. like all the little in-betweens, you can go to this website, super clean layout, click all the videos you're interested in. Once you've seen something, you click a little button that grays it out. So, you know, you went over it already. He updates it all throughout E3. That's essentially what I use to like get caught up for today when make my list as far as and double check which trailers do I really want to watch? Which ones am I not that interested in? Uh, but Legend of the Right. Not all heroes from, wear capes, people. <laughs> this is coming from Deskworks. This game just looked super cool. It, it was like basically a, it like, like a comic book Scribblenauts to me. And I just kind of I turned away. So I don't know too much about what Scribblenauts is, but this essentially to me looked like, uh, yeah, like a, a notebook full of the scribbles we all made as kids come to life. It's an RPG with, you know, high fantasy kind of stuff. 
but it it looks like you're sitting at the at a desk in a kid's room or something. Because sometimes it pans out from like the actual thing, and you're yeah. like sitting at a desk or it's something like else. Those, yeah, it, like some of the animation looks like the like the foot books that you used to be able to draw. It just had a, an art style that immediately grabbed me. The first thing that stood out was how much fucking work had to have gone into making this game. For sure. Because it's There's a lot gorgeous. of different animation styles in there, right? Yeah, yeah, it's drawn. very mixed yeah. media, yeah. incredibly highly detailed. This was just one that immediately jumped out to me as like attention. a labor of love. Yeah, really. And shame on you. I mean, yeah, I, know, I would, obviously, I have something to contribute. I, so, I know what it is. I just, <laughs> I didn't like. That's one, if you have to go back and t- catch up on trailers you might have missed, I would write that one down in your book yeah. and think, okay, I'll, let me take another look at this. It is not written down. Yeah, this mm. looks like it's going to be super cool. Yeah, like I said, this is from Deskworks. That was just one that, out of all of the maybe indie things or just smaller games I wouldn't have expected to, to like, that was one of the standout moments of the conference for me. Next up, we got Microsoft Flight Simulator. This Hoorah. is another one that I don't know if you have either any of y'all have experience with this. My dad used to play this on computer all the time when he it's when been I was around a kid. for a long time. It's a it was a series that was gone for a long time. Actually, that was probably another oh, huge whoa. surprise. They quit. They this used to be a yearly installment where like as the game engine would just get better because this was back when like yeah. when from one year to the next year for like PC hardware. Those were leaps a lot of times in visual fidelity yeah. and what they could bring yeah. out on the screen and stuff. If I can interrupt you really quick, uh, I remember uh, back when I was in like junior high or maybe high school, I was looking through a gaming magazine. And it was uh, when Flight Simulator X came out. Mm-hmm. So Flight Simulator 10 came out. And I remember yeah. it was this really at the time, this gorgeous shot of like this plane going over like the African desert. And you could see like the different like lions and tigers and giraffes there and, and everything. Oh my. And then like the, <laughs> exactly. And then like uh, in the bottom of the corner, it just says like, uh, it goes, this is actual in-game footage. And you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. You know? Yeah. This one looks absolutely gorgeous. Mm-hmm. This was probably the highest fidelity game we saw at the conference. Ethan, you even asked before the show, if this was one that was 8k, I thought or I saw like a thing for them, like, Saying it pushed eight. I would. You mean AK? k I said eight k. But it, it's a, you know it's a game. Put it on your big TV and well, wow at how good it looks. It's like the Forza Motorsport series, but for planes. Yeah, it's like the truck. It's like a yeah, truck so simulator, it, farm. It's simulator. not like you're jumping in like a fighter jet kind of thing. It's no. more like ooh, what would it be like if I was to, actually to flying fly this commercial this plane, airliner? Yeah, this plane would not be cargo easy plane to take off. Stuff. Yeah. yeah, it's a very cool. Uh, I did read one of the things that they're doing with this is this is going to uh, utilize a lot of their Azure server processing and stuff to get like real time geographical data. Yeah, you were from, you were definitely flying over like locations yeah, in the world. But as far as like stuff like they'll have like actual flight patterns and things in there, uh, like flight paths. And yeah, stuff. That's, weather I mean, that's, systems and that's stuff. Cool. And like the way that things down to like how the tide is going to look at the nice. right time of day in the right part of the world. Thomas Middleditch is a really big flight. You're not going to land that oh, really? land that yeah. plane the first time, people. Yeah. This is one where normally I would not pick this up, but I think this is a prime thing for Game Pass. Like this, that's going to be I'd super come over cool. and watch you play it. Yeah, to just pull that up and put it and on the AK, go fly somewhere. Or put it yeah. on the uh, OLED on and the, just on, uh, the, on the AK. AK? Yeah, what exactly? Uh, yeah, so that was that was pretty surprising to see. Uh, next game we got Psychonauts two. Looks Actual cool. Gameplay for this. Yes. Yeah, uh, definitely looks fun if you played the old Psychonauts game, or even if you didn't actually. That, that's one of those things like it's Tim Schafer, his time. games are kind of like you like them or you don't sort of thing. Right now, we have a tentative release window that we're thinking late 2019, maybe 2020. I don't think it, we have an actual nailed down date for that. But this led into the announcement that Double Fine, the studio behind 
the Psychonauts games, a lot of the old point and click uh, adventure games and stuff like Grim Fandango was one full throttle, but they have been acquired by Microsoft yep. Studios proper. Yeah. So you may feel one way or the other about that, but I'm pretty happy, actually. I, I mean, think they, that's they have a steady that's cool. supply of funding now. I yeah, guess. But the big thing is, oh, Broken Age. That was the one I couldn't think of. That was they were one of the first big Kickstarter su- success stories where they just put up, hey, we're double fine. They've been an indie studio forever until now that they've been acquired by Microsoft. I might be remembering this wrong, but since Double Fine got acquired by Microsoft, does this mean this is going to come out on Games Pass? Uh, that's I up think, in the air, probably. I think everything is going to come out on Games Pass. Yeah, because uh, it'll still come out to other platforms that they, like he, Tim Schafer was very clear that like, oh, we're still fulfilling our obligations and stuff. This is going to come out on all the platforms we said yeah. it would. Uh, but yeah, I think... Because now we have, because Ninja Theory got bought, and so now Hellblade has to do a sacrifice on, on Game, Game Pass. Pass yeah. We have the Outer... Uh, outer Wilds. Worlds. No, not Outer Wilds. The other one. Uh, outer Worlds. Outer Worlds. Outer Worlds. I, did, oh, I do that all the time. Yeah. That's already, that's going to be on Game really? Pass Day 1. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's one, too, actually. I think you can go on to Game Pass, or on, on the Xbox Store now, and pre-order it, quote-unquote, uh, so that it preloads Day 1, and you'll have that on Game nice. Pass if you are... A subscriber on Xbox. But yeah, that was a neat little acquisition. I kind of thought they'd have a more high profile one to announce at E3 compared to the way they were talking. I double finds not really who I think of when I'm like, oh, sweet. Telling you, big studio acquisition. It, they had <laughs> nothing. Uh, now, this one's going to be a little nerdy. This one's for the, the real nerds out this there. This got me hyped when I saw it. I was like, yeah, boy. I'm interested by this, but I'm not Wednesday necessarily hyped. So, Project Z, Get the fuck out. a Dragon Ball Z action RPG was hinted at with a teaser trailer earlier this year. Today, it got named. Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. They're definitely scraping the bottom of the barrel with these titles. Yeah, not a great name. <laughs> but uh, they had a quick story trailer. Looked like every other Dragon Ball Z game you've probably played since the PS2 years. But IGN had an awesome gameplay demo with uh, the director of the game. I need and to go and watch that. You're going to fight Frieza. It's a bit more open world. <laughs> it's going from the beginning of Z all the way to the end. So they're not making you buy the sequel to fight Cell and Boo or anything. Oh, it's really? That's good. Z control, no. or but do I get to go Z. to GT? No, no GT, no super. Uh, it's in the name. It says Dragon Ball Z. And the director even said that. Okay, fair enough. Max right. Schofield asked. He was like, well, so are we going to go into the movies? Or are we going to go into super at all? Yeah. And he was like, uh, well, the name is Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> so that's about the scope of the game that we have planned. And he, wow. Max kind of laughed. I was like, well, fair enough. <laughs> uh, but Dang. yeah, if you're into Dragon Ball Z, this actually looks a little cooler than what they showed in the story trailer. Uh, it is kind of open world. Lots of side questing. Uh, Did they show any combat? Collecting some Yes, lots Senzu of combat. The combat, there was, this was not a CGI trailer, actually, mm-hmm. which you saw in the story it's trailer. All gameplay. was just a HUDless yeah, gameplay yep. section, but this one was a little more so long-form. It's, it's going to be like action RPG, so you're... Yeah, action RPG, okay. you're leveling up Goku. Right. Uh, it actually, if you can imagine... Did they show like, off like a skill tree or anything? Or? Like, no, I didn't get into all that. But yeah, it's an action RPG. You're, you can imagine what that yeah, is. I gotcha. Next up, 12 Minutes. Awesome. Awesome. Did, did you Saw see this. the trailer for this? Saw one? this. Looks great. Yeah, I, I don't was, know if I, it had my eyes this. glued to the screen while I was watching the trailer. Yeah. So this like, one had a super what? awesome what? art style, huh? kind of basic. Top but down. It's, it's top down, but it's, is it like straight top down? I thought it looked a little bit top. I thought it was skewed a little, like maybe like some I'm of the shots down. were a little tilted. Yeah. But it's almost like entirely top down. You're, you're looking over your room. Like it's like if you took the roof off your living mm-hmm. room, and you're looking straight and it down. Like like each, Miami style. It seemed like each one is like a room and that's the level or that's the. Yeah. So I don't know exactly how. I mean, they, it, it was very they little, left a very open yeah. interpretation, but it's it's a quick little thriller. Essentially, the com- the concept oh, is that you are this you're 
controlling the main guy. Yeah, what does it say? You are in an apartment with either your wife or your girlfriend, I believe, and he's been living this moment over and over again, and all he knows is that at some point during his next few moments, someone's going to come knock on the door and they kill you. The the tagline is a man trapped in a time loop. Yeah. That's that's what it is. And so and you know and you're aware about it at yeah, some you, point. You don't really get a whole lot of a hint in how much player agency you have or if it's like one story and you're kind of playing through it. Or if but, you're even the bad guy or the good guy. Yeah. It's, so is it like do you have 12 minutes until the guy comes? I and believe it's you? just tw- every time it seems to be 12 minutes before your wife something dies. something happens. Um, we don't really know. Yeah. Yeah. And so the the way the trailer is cut, it's very suspenseful. Um, mm-hmm. The just the the design of it and everything. It, the it, Tone is very, it looks very cool. It reminds me a lot of that movie, uh, Enter the Void, where the way the camera is after the main character dies, like it's just over the top of everything. Mm-hmm. And like, uh, it just it looks super cool. It was another one of those like standout, like this indie, is clearly different games. from everything else they're showing today. Uh, definitely worth taking a look into that. Uh, then we got Gears 5. Wait, which there's, was, there's a game I wanted to mention. Sorry. Oh, what's up? Uh, it's a game for you, actually. It was called uh, Way to the Woods. Uh, see, I didn't include that because I don't know how I feel about it. Really? It just looked kind of, I thought that looked like a one that you would definitely, it's got like a little exploring kind of a narrative like feel to it. It felt too much like, hey, let's try to be this year's journey. Exactly. And I feel like if you you're love trying, that shit. No, like, you eat that shit up. Felt too try hard to me. <laughs> just a little too try hard. I thought it looked really cute. The, the aspect fine. of like light and, and stuff it's like that. It's one that, that and, I feel like it's going to come out and they're going to want me to pay $40 for it. And I'm going to go, <laughs> no, thank you. I'll wait till it's thrown into a humble bundle. Deers are cute. Tears are cute. Yeah, so Gears 5, what a bad fucking reveal. I didn't, well, I didn't watch it. reveal because they showed get, it last time. We didn't get any gameplay, did we? Yeah. No. Just this is a game huge that comes out this CGI year. movie of blood and, and action and, a, and, a, and a, a song, like a rock, a badass rock song. That was it. Even that, that well, that wasn't even technically a rock song because that's Billie Eilish. Whatever. I love that song. Well, it was, it was a weird, like, slowed down, chopped up version yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. This comes out September 10th. <laughs> so soon this was the game where you're like convinced that this is going to be microsoft's big blowout thing for this conference and what was the beginning part of the trailer where it's like her the beginning was just her head and, like, and i guess like what she's dealing with in like mentally internally inside. or something that but was the whole trailer I everything else was multiplayer didn't understand oh that's right the other part was the everything else we thing. saw was the escape trailer the big the cgi fucking trailer we didn't even see gameplay for that Except that we know Xavier Woods was there backstage playing I'm actually it, but we don't get to actually watch it until later. At this moment. <laughs> yeah, no, it was it was terrible. It was a terrible review. This is like I, this is one of the things I think I said when I was like, they're gonna open this conference with Gears Five and close it with Halo Infinite or something. Mm-hmm. And the Gears Five is gonna be like this sweet look at the campaign or something. They showed us less gameplay than they showed us last year when they revealed it. It's true. And again, this is out in September. I just don't understand I don't understand the thought process at all. This is one where it was like this is officially when I checked out of the show. I was like, okay, so we're not getting anything. We're not getting anything interesting this year. Whatever. Yeah. Talk about multiplayer, the new escape mode. Looks like a, they said that horde mode's coming. Like we it's didn't know zombies. It was I never really liked it's horde zombies. mode. It got boring. That's it got all boring it is, to me is zombies. Yeah. yeah. It's just fucking. I, incredibly disappointing. Yeah. Is yeah, all I have to say. Agreed. Disappointing, but I'm still looking forward to it. Really? I liked I, I played Gears 4. I liked it. Right. I had a blast with it. I kind I enjoyed the story. I'm interested to see how this I'm goes. I'm looking forward to, look to it as much as I'm looking forward to Halo Infinite. Yeah. I'm thinking enough. this is a studio again where it's like the people that really cared about your games, they don't make these games anymore because they told the story, they ended it, and then Microsoft couldn't come up with a new IP. This is still just like the problem that they've had over this entire generation rearing its ugly head. Because Coalition is making, they made Gears 4, they made Gears 5. This is not Epic Games, who, of course, now are making Fortnite. They've long parted from from Microsoft and Gears. 
And then same thing, it's 343 Industries making Halo Infinite, not Bungie, the people that made the story and that really cared. Yeah, but uh, three what? 343 made Reach, right? No, that was Bungie. Oh, mm, oops. Yeah, Reach, that was their last, like, that was their send-off. Yeah, that, well, Reach that was actually kinda... had Destiny stuff in it. Ideas. Like, it was little, Did it really? Yeah, it had a couple little <laughs> Easter eggs. That's uh, funny. You could find, like, literally the, the Traveler on a poster in That's Halo Reach. Cool. Yeah, one of the yeah. multiplayer maps. So yeah, fucking Gears of War, fuck it. Yeah, and September actually, 10th, buy it. I'll go ahead it. and throw in here too. I think, did I even put it in there? Uh, Gears Pop, who gives a shit? I thought I had yeah. that in here. And fuck I, that I don't game. See it now, but don't know why it's a, a thing. Oh, nobody cares about Gears Pop. Is That's that the whatever. mobile, right? Yeah, it's like a mo. Well, I think it's mobile. It might even come on X- Xbox. I don't oh, know. Whatever. What is it going to be? A tactics like kind game. of thing. I don't anyway. know. Don't All care. Right. Forza uh, Horizon. Uh, Legos. Big whoop. I don't know. Hey. I- See, I like their expansions. What? Legos, I, why? Legos are cool. I okay, I feel yeah, like sure. They can do like, like some Legos. like cool maps with that or something, or cool racetracks. You know, they're gonna do a ton of cool stuff. I guess. Yeah, See, they're I, gonna do a ton I of. I think that's gonna be vibrant. It's gonna be pretty. It's gonna be a lot of fun. I love the Forza Horizon games. They just scream pure fun. Yeah, Legos yeah, the games are also great. super I just fun. I guess I didn't see the point, but whatever. I, I thought mean, it looks cool. It's I cool. actually got really excited when they had. I laughed so hard when the first. I don't know if Drew saw this trailer, but you did. Probably when the first Lego like vehicle pulls up, and the guy and the, turns his they head. Slow down. Yeah, and then, yeah, that's funny. They start playing. Everything is awesome for the rest of the trailer. Oh my god! This, this one, it's totally for me. Like I'm not gonna play the shit out of it, but I love. Sure, Forza but it's Horizon a fun. It's 4. a fun. You're gonna pick it up. And I'm definitely gonna buy that it. DLC. Yeah, yeah okay. like that. I just I like Horizon a lot. Fantasy Star Online too. I was actually excited about this. I had a little touch with Fantasy Star Online back in I believe the GameCube days. I played VSO on the Dreamcast. Nice. Oh, maybe it was the Dreamcast a little bit too. Um, and I just remember that That's was why some I had of the, the little broadband boot up disc. That was some of the earliest <laughs> RPG stuff I, I got that. into. Yeah, it was cool stuff. Yeah, this is neat. Uh, this game came out in 2012 in Japan. That's on, fucking crazy on Windows PC and PlayStation Three. You'd have to look might have been up. PC only, and then eventually came to PS4 you in Japan. But uh, this was kind of dead in the water for a long time. Like, yes. I think everyone had given up that this was ever going to happen. Uh, I'm not huge they had on the a Fantasy little, they Star had a few, series. Like side story uh, games, didn't they? Where it wasn't like a, a yeah. Fantasy. There's other Fantasy Star games, yeah, but yeah. they're not well received, if I'm not mistaken. Well, they yeah. have their audience, the sure, audience they're, they're, like some, their base like some, audience, yeah. but yeah, but it didn't expand outside of that. Yeah, yeah. but online, uh, this was just one that I think they originally announced an English version in 2013, and then it just never happened. I don't know if it was. It's one of those things. No one really knows what happened. It was probably just. Could have been localization issues. Could have been that, like you said, those other fantasy star games weren't selling well in the U.S. Yeah, and then they just kind of went radio silent. And this was definitely one where Microsoft went to them with a check and was like, "Hey, we'll publish this game. We will fund localization. Just let us put it on Xbox One." Now you have it on Xbox and PC only. Yep, it's oh, not coming to PS4 in the not, West, even though it's on PS4 in Japan. Yeah, I that's what I was because I saw that they were pushing the online crossplay, and I figured crossplay between PC. Yeah, and Xbox I know. I, yeah, yeah, I guess that's what I. Uh, yeah, that's that, like I said, that's one where it's kind of similar to Bayonetta well, 2 on Switch. Now I'm very Switch. disappointed. <laughs> I mean, it's it's similar to Bayonetta 2 on Switch where this game would not have happened if Microsoft hadn't set in or stepped in and said, hey, we'll hmm. we'll cover the cost, localize it, let us put it on our platform. Okay. So that's coming. That'll be neat. Uh, I did have a little note on here about the new Xbox Elite controller. They kind of they announced that. I saw that. That looked uh, the trailer's cool for the people who like I those say? controllers. Yeah, that'll the be trailer's neat to have dope as fuck. But like it's other a than better that, version. 
That's uh, probably like a two hundred and sixty dollar controller. It's one hundred and eighty dollars. That's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, that's an insane for amount. a controller. The current elite not controller, mention, I think, is one fifty. Not to mention what you have to buy piece like parts for it if you want to change no, it up. It comes with those parts. Oh, okay, all right. It's that's modular cool. when you get it, so it comes with the additional thumb pads what and I'm, like you can triggers and whatnot. Yeah, you can. Yeah, but if you break them or if you lose them, you gotta buy see, extras. See, that's the problem is that I've read a lot of horror stories with people going through like multiple elite controllers because of like the P- grips like pieces going, or like the actual. Bait like bulk of it. I think like just different components of yeah. it, but it's enough where it's like you have to like you can't go to Walmart and buy the new rubber grips no, you have on to, your controller. You have, have to, to send it to them, them yeah. or buy a new controller. And I've just heard a lot of issues where it's like like stick drift will happen and just and it, it, I want to preface and say it's the typical internet thing where no one writes in and says, "Ooh, I've had my elite controller for two years and it's never failed me once." Yeah. You only hear problems. Sure, you don't have people coming on to Yelp and saying, "Oh, this restaurant is the best. They've never done me wrong." <laughs> You've got the people that are like pissed off, one stars, motherfucker. I want to speak to your manager. I mean, with that though, like if you're buying a controller that the parts are interchangeable and they change out, and you're going to be doing it often, probably. Kind of should expect a little wear and tear more than normal, I guess. Maybe. No, when you buy a hundred fifty dollar controller, you should under you should know that you bought a more premium product that is not going to die as fast. I guess that's your yeah. sixty dollar yeah. controller. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so maybe the build quality is going to go up with this. It's just I hope so. But I just thought that was neat. That hopefully that's the two is because it's like, hey, we're addressing this. This is like yeah. a whole new manufacturing process. On top of that, they also announced Game Pass Ultimate, which is a awesome program. Drew and I are very excited about this. Xbox Game Pass Ultimate is Xbox Live Gold, your online subscription service with games with gold every month. Game Pass for Xbox and Game Pass for PC for 15 bucks a month. That's awesome. And that's the ultimate version. They do have a $9.90 month or $9.99 a month. Yeah, $10 a month is typical Game Pass, but that's separate from Xbox Live Gold. Oh, okay. You'd have to get gold as well. And Xbox, and Xbox uh, PC. PC. Game Pass for yeah. PC. So the other one's a better deal. Definitely. Yeah, if you... Basically, if you want all three of these, this is a great bundle because Xbox Game Pass for PC by itself is five dollars a month Mm. if you want access to that. Uh, So, of course, if you don't have an Xbox, you don't have to buy gold. So that would five bucks a month for Game Pass on PC would be the way to go. But that's such a good move for cross play right there, like being able to move from your Xbox one to your PC. Game Pass is such a huge fucking like deal on Xbox as well. There's so many great games. I man. downloaded no less than 10 games on PC <laughs> as soon as they announced this and I activated mine. Like it, it's awesome. There's a, there's so many more things that like I would like the freedom of being able to play it on my computer when I want to then. And, and I wouldn't necessarily check it out on my Xbox, but Ori. that's a great path. Yeah. Or being able to play Ori now, which never got an X enhancement. Mm. That means I can play it at 4k on my computer. I'll put that to my TV. It's just awesome to have those have a good time and those choices. Yeah. Next up, we had Tales of Arise. I I kind of spaced out with this because I just I I didn't know what it was. I really didn't. I thought I heard I saw Tales and I was like, okay, I think that might be part of the Tales series. And then I was like, I remember Symphony. Well, okay, cool. And then I moved on. This is definitely one that I'm I'm pretty excited about. We won't have to sit on this one too long. It was just it was cool to see something where the graphic fidelity has clearly gone way up. It's keeping its same style. This is like a very beloved series been going on almost as long as like the final fantasy games. If Mm -hmm. if y'all don't know that this started out on the super Nintendo. So cool to see that get some love like seeing it at the Xbox conference. It's, it's good to see that they're getting some of these games. This is of course coming to PS4 as well, but uh, borderlands three got another look at that. It's more borderlands. Yeah. Yeah. looks pretty sure. I'm Uh, excited for it. This was actually one too. That was a CGI trailer, even though they had a gameplay trailer that they showed during the PC gaming show. So, I don't know why. And it was a really good one. I don't know why the fuck they didn't just show the gameplay trailer 
instead of the C. Maybe they maybe didn't want to like. Maybe PC gaming had the had dibs. I don't know. I don't know. This is just another. <laughs> when I at first I was like, okay, cool, Borderlands trailer, more Borderlands, and then I saw the gameplay trailer, and it got me way more excited. Yeah, you saw gameplay. You saw how these crazy guns are going to interact with the environment and the enemies you're fighting and stuff. I don't know why that trailer wasn't in the conference. That was just like another said, dumb move. Dibs. Dibs, maybe, maybe it was dibs. Maybe mm-hmm. Microsoft was like, "Hey, we got a thing going on right Here now." E3, we Everything's abide by the rules today, of dibs. Okay, so no, no real shit. You're gonna make the rest of these CGI trailers look bad. Now, here at the Absent Mining Podcast, myself, Ethan, I consider myself the uh, the Dark Souls person, the Soulsborne man, and uh, oh, I like man. how we had to get to the close. We did we, the sexy CGI trailer get you hot and bothered, Ethan? More than you would ever imagine. So stupid! It's, it's another trailer. You don't. We don't know anything about the. I don't. We care. know there's a ring. There, oh, well, there was a ring. The ring know, was smashed. You know we saw we that have, in the You know That's what we, we have versus all that other stuff that we saw just CGI trailers for pedigree. Miyazaki and for the most part George R. R. Martin have not let us down in storytelling. Hey, you gave me shit earlier about Halo Infinite. Supposedly they got pedigree, still a boring CGI. No, trailer. you now see with the whole thing with the 343 and Bungie, you're correct there. That's their pedigree is long gone. These two men have proven themselves time and time again. I'm excited. Do you think when the game comes out it'll be finished? <laughs> Yes, because Miyazaki will make sure it's finished. He's raining him in a little bit. Yes. Now, is it going to shit the bed in the last like few hours? That wasn't. That's not George R. R. Martin's fault. He didn't. He was not involved in season eight. I'm just saying. Well, when George R. R. Martin clearly gives up on writing the story, is Hideo Miyazaki or whatever? He's his not going to let him. No, Hidetaki. Sorry, he's not going to let Hidetaki son. Miyazaki son. But no, he, he's not going to let him. They, these know. two. These two men are masters of storytelling, masters of world building. This game can be no less than amazing. So as far as you're concerned, it could have just been the Elder Scrolls Six mountain shot, but it said Elden Ring over it, and you would have been happy yeah, Why with do you have to bring Elder Scrolls into this? Because this is what this could have been. It was just another CGI trailer. It could trailer. have literally just said Bloodborne with, like, scratches over it. scratched it, it And then just said George R. R. Martin, Miyazaki made a game, and, like, in, right, in just right, pen. Right. And I would have been like, oh, fuck. So we'll get more on this later, and we'll have it at another time with more souls and stuff. They talked about project Scarlet. They said everything you wanted to hear. Every buzzword you could think not of. Not a single piece of gameplay, not a single piece of footage, nothing no related to what's running on it. like anything. We didn't even get the cool video they gave us for Scorpio when they like zoomed over the render of all the parts that are going to be in it. Like that's how far away this thing is. I don't know. Project Scarlet's coming. Maybe hype. Bethesda conference. I have here, what does this say? Let me get my glasses. What a fucking drag are you kidding me? Is that really? What the fuck? Really? Yes, absolutely. Wow. I mean, the way it started for sure. Yeah, we actually watched this one live. We came, when we got back from St. Arnold and, and, and I was toasted. Yeah. So okay. I was quite <laughs> drunk by the time admit, we got here to watch this. So I was primed and ready for a sweet ass I'm conference. not going to lie. My I watched the entirety of Bethesda and Ubisoft, all of the rest of that stuff. This notebook is fucking blank for those. I have <laughs> nothing. Updates I wrote for down games nothing. We don't care about CGI trailers that tell you nothing for the new announcements. Mm-hmm. Doom Eternal looks hype as fuck. Drew probably liked the Wolfenstein <laughs> stuff. I don't know. I will say. All right. Can, can I bring a Fallout 76? Oh, fairly please? accurate. If you have to. I, I, I'm going to. Because I, I, while I don't think he apologized enough for the no, abortion. He did he at all? Because there was he actually. Did. 
So he Easy joked, Allies, he joked at the apology. Easy Allies does something great every year where they have a betting game where they take they do what we did with predictions, but they place bets, they make fake money. Everyone has like that's a set great. amount of money. That's great. And they bet money on Monopoly all these different money. predictions. That's, that's great. Yeah, and this year they involved the community. And one of the questions that the community put forward so that they could get odds on it was, "Will Todd Howard apologize for Fallout 76?" And uh, a few of the, a lot of them bet it bet no. So I want to know: Did he actually say the words "I'm sorry"? No, he. I okay. think he admitted. So, Damiani he, he, made a he, lot he of. He probably money. said something like "Fallout 76 wasn't like up to snuff at launch." I think but he no, admitted like, to like some apology. No, no, but he no, admitted to like some no, some wrongdoings. Okay. But yeah, no flat out apology whatsoever. Because on IGN Unfiltered, which a podcast that they do over there uh, with uh, Ryan McCaffrey, where they get like some talks with the devs and stuff. Yeah. Todd Howard was on the most recent episode and he flat out was like, I mean, we knew that this game wasn't ready. We knew Ouch. it probably wasn't going to be good. <laughs> oh my we God. We knew the Metacritic was not going to be good. Get out but of like, here. We had to put it. Like he was monster. so just like up smug about, about it. it. And just like, Oh my God. It what made a me monster. so mad. It made you asked for $60 for this game for people. But, okay. So they're bringing NPCs back. If anything, this is just a good move. Like there's it's, there was no reason to not do it in the first place, but see, you wouldn't be saying that if you were playing something like a destiny one or a two where you're, where you, you're right. a lot harsher Spected on it, NPCs. where you spent money on something and then you actually felt a certain I didn't way. Spend money on if this. you bought this game and there were no NPCs in it, you wouldn't be like, oh, well, that's nice that they're out now. You'd be like, who the fuck left NPCs out of my I wouldn't game? buy a game without NPCs in it. I'm just saying. Fuck so, you know, NPCs brought back. That's the only thing that I took from that. There was nothing else redeemable from what what else, else they were doing. Everything else he said was a lie. If we have to go on, does it have to be because of Fallout 76? No, you can cut this. If you really don't like it. <laughs> I don't want to cut oh, it. Yeah. I just don't want to talk <laughs> and, about it. And then, okay. Yeah, and then just said, fuck this game. We don't need to say anything more just, about like, it. And then just like the fire battle royale looked cool to me. But other than that. that yeah, that looks so fucking tacked on, man. Well, sure. Yeah. But just, it just looked kind of cool. I forgot anyway. about Fallout 76 Battle Royale. Anyway, back to back to Bethesda. No, off of Bethesda. That's it. That's the, that was it. That's the Wait, Drew, you don't want to talk about Wolfenstein uh, New Blood? I mean, it, it looks cool. It's got Two some hot chicks. Kill uh, it's, Nazis. It's got, <laughs> it's got some cool parts to it. Um, but I feel like it's just going to fall in uh, like when I got the hype for New Blood uh, because like uh, New yeah, Wolfenstein new, new. You mean New Colossus? New Colossus. Colossus. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, Excuse yeah, me. Sorry. I'm sorry about that. With New Colossus, whenever they announced it, they showed that really cool part of the trailer where like you're in some downtown suburb and the, like the parades going along, and you go into the diner and you get that confrontation by the Nazi and you kill him and everything. I mean, that shit looked hype as fuck when you watched it, but like whenever you actually played the game, it was like that was a very small part of it, and the yeah. rest of the time you were just in corridors sneaking around, which is fine. The gunplay in that game is great. But it's, I wanted something a little more worldly, if that makes sense. You know, I wanted I wanted to feel like I was actually in in that world. More instead immersion. Of, yeah, more immersion. Yeah. Thank you very much. And I feel like that's what we're going to get with Youngbloods. You know, I feel like it's it's going to lure us in with like some cool, you know, gimmick CGI cutscene. But again, we're just going to be a corridor shooter. I kind of felt just like the theme. Just, oh, man, that looks so cool. But then in actuality, just baited. Just baited. I just don't care. <laughs> Ubisoft. Let's get on something we care about. Watch Dogs Legion. It's real. It looks fucking cool. A uh, lot of interesting things going on in that trailer. Gameplay trailer, by the way. Ass. Looks cool. CGI. Looks cool. Gameplay. Yeah, you got lots lots of gameplay. Only gameplay. Yes. Dude, yeah. 
I mean, like whenever that whenever that old lady pulled out like the spider drone, I was like, what <laughs> See, the fuck? The old lady is what sold it for me because oh, yeah. like clearly she had her own animations. She moved differently. Her melee attacks were not the same as the no, other people. She, yeah, exactly. She has her own way of attacking. Fully yeah. voice acted. Like, what the fuck? I do, obviously, there's some sort of trick in here because the whole tagline is that like any NPC can be Playable. brought into your, your hacker group uh-huh. and be played. Your posse. Uh, I, obviously, they got to have some shortcuts there somewhere. Yeah, there's I no way every NPC. I don't know exactly where what we saw fits in. Like if maybe a few of these in the beginning are like your actual like voice. I'm sure you have a stuff. standard like starting group and then you yeah, branch and as you out. Go, like it's less you can and less people or something unique out. dialogue or whatever with yeah. the different characters and stuff. The presentation was awesome. I'm a huge fan of Watch Dogs. I loved the second one. Liked the first one for what it was. I feel like it kind of got a little bit more uh, hate than it deserved just for the time it came out and it being a cross gen. Yeah, I will say like agree with everything you said. Like this trailer got me hype as fuck. I like I didn't like Watch Dogs one. Played Watch Dogs two, which was definitely an improvement, but I I, I never finished it. But watching this trailer makes me want to go back and actually beat Watch Dogs two, so I can yeah. be ready for three and everything. Well, I, honestly, you probably don't have to play the other. This is one where these games are pretty separate. They're obviously well, in the no, same world. I'm not like talking about for story wise or anything like that. It's just I just want to like play that game. Yeah, and I think if you didn't, because I know one of the big turnoffs for a lot of people for two was the characters that they didn't like how they were kind of over the top cartoony. I um, liked it. Yeah, I, I liked I, it, it too. Has personality. I'm excited to three. Or Legion, sorry. You said it. It's Watch Dogs 3, yeah. You said it. All right, you got me. You got me. We were arguing about this during the pre-show. I was like, if it was Watch Dogs 3, they'd call it Watch Dogs 3. It's Watch Dogs 3. I I think the atmosphere that they're setting up is going to be awesome. I love the gritty post-Brexit Vapor wave as fuck. Yeah. I think it's got a lot more of the tone of the first Watch Dogs combined with, like, still some of the wacky aspects of two where it's not taking itself too seriously. Nothing but good things to say about this whole reveal. I'm very excited for this old lady stuff. Awesome. It looks great. Yeah. Finally, that old lady from the Captain Marvel trailer is getting her revenge. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> How dare when, you? When Brie Larson punches. I know what you're talking yeah. about. Plus, that was, a, that was a good guy the whole time. So, we didn't even know. Brawlhalla gets Finn and Jake from Adventure Time. Uh, I don't care. That was the only thing I saw out of this list that I was like, what the cool fuck? crossover. Probably also, never going to play Brawlhalla. That show is dead. It's yeah. They finished it. Like, yeah, when I, four years ago. That was ago. one where I was tuned out and I was on my computer for a second. And, and I you heard, heard him and I was it's I turned and I was like, time. they're making a new Adventure Time game? Yeah, they and then like, it was like, oh, no, it's just DLC. They finished that show. Why would you bring that up now? Like that fan base is, that, those people have moved on to new projects yeah. that have their own following. Now, why would you bring this like old stuff? I, I don't that know. That's a weird one. Yeah. Uh, the rest of the conference probably not as hyped for me as uh, the Watch Dogs reveal that we we saw no, the content like, for Siege. That's yeah, gonna be if you cool. like Rainbow Six, for know. basically for all your games of the service stuff that Ubisoft has gotten so good at zombies. If you care about those, you're getting new you're things. Getting, you're getting those. zombies from what in Siege? Everything. Everything's got zombies. Everything's yeah. getting zombies. For Honor, you had that cool new uh, that update. For it, the, it looks like a story DLC or probably. Of? We got a new trailer for Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Uh, this is a sequel to Wildlands, which came out either last year or the year before. This is the one that revealed John Berenshaw is going to be in this. A lot of celebs this year. It looked cool. You're very, uh, the, you're very much the underdog in this. Yeah. So you're kind of not like, you know, decked out. Yeah. They're the ones that are decked out. You're being hunted. It's kind of nerve wracking. So it's a little bit different than what the normal thing is. Not really my thing, but if you like that, check it out. Next up, we got Rainbow Six Quarantine which is basically just Rainbow Six Siege, but PvE instead of PvP. 
looks really cool to me. Was this zombies? This one, presumably. They're probably going to be zombies. This is the one where the trailer opens up. Oh, I don't. Yeah, that's right. Ubisoft's (laughs) conference. I don't think you got to see much of. Uh, No, Ubisoft. No, I definitely watched this. This is the one where it starts off first person and like. This guy's clearly getting sick, like something's moving up his arm or whatever. And he's got the bracelet on yeah. and it's going off. Yeah, no, I and saw then this. his team is able to come yeah, in and get him out. Yeah, and then they break out. out. Yeah, okay. So what yeah, zombies fighting and stuff. I don't know if it's zombies. <laughs> I don't know if it's in, probably something like some no, so, infected so when I Instead of saying zombies, because we might not be, that's my, just might not what they we call, call them. We call them freakers. They call them zombos. <laughs> like days gone. No, they're walkers. No, they're they're, they're creatures, they're crawlers, fighters, fighters, deadheads, untalkers. Uh, what do you want to, you know? Next up, Division Two, Year Two content rundown. We saw what was coming out for Episode Two and Episode Three, which is both will be coming out this year. It's kind of just a talky though. There wasn't. Yeah, really... there was just more. They showed off some locations that you'll be going to. Basically, they handed it. They announced their year two plan. But this wasn't anything we didn't. They didn't already have out there. Like I knew of all that stuff. Did we know about episode three? The whole thing going back to New York in the summer. Okay, no, we I didn't, think we, we saw didn't know that. that. I think was, we saw uh, shots of like like a dirty like clouded city. I don't know if it was clear that it was New York, but I think I do remember seeing on one of the banners. I could be wrong. Yeah. Episode three might have been like covered out actually but i think i remember seeing definitely episode two i knew that stuff uh so real quick you play plus announced that's uh gonna be you plays like game pass subscription pc only right now i think i saw it was 15 dollars a month which is kind of pricey but something cool that they're doing is when you subscribe to this thing you get the ultimate editions of every game on their service Wow. So not only do you get the base game, you get the season pass. So some of those games, you could be getting really good value. Imagine basically you'd paid 15 bucks the month that Assassin's Creed Odyssey came out. That means you, you would have gotten Assassin's Creed edition. three at a time. Basically the, the version that is the game plus the season pass and wow. then any of the extra cosmetics that would have came some with of the those digital deluxe. Some dollars on a lot of the ultimate editions. Yeah. So I thought that was cool. I think it's also kind of smart because that means you're telling people, hey, not only do you get this base game, you get the season pass. That means you're going to have, have options. A, now you've got a reason to come back in a month or two. This solves the problem of, say, you have a cool game that comes out on Game Pass on Xbox. And you're like, cool, I'm going to wait till this month, subscribe, play through this entire fucking game, and then unsubscribe. And boom, I got to play Gears 5 right. for $10. Whereas now they're saying you could do that. But, hey, we got all this cool DLC coming out in a couple weeks after launch. We got another big pack coming out next month. If that's enough to tie you into that, keep you on the rope for it. To keep some of those one-month people strung on a little longer. I just thought that was neat. I hope they expand it to the other platforms because right now it is PC only. Uh, they revealed their new IP, Roller Champions. It's like Rocket League, but you're on skates. You're going around circles. It's kind of like a sports ball thingy i saw a gif of that where it was not running well oh really yeah it's an alpha right now yeah, yeah it's another one where, yeah who knows i think a lot of these games like the sports ones they don't look great because they're targeting 60 hertz but maybe it's only running at 40 right now that's the thing where optimization can come in they can work absolutely that out. Yeah. but don't have a whole lot to say about that just that is another one they got leaked before e3 the last thing they showed was gods and monsters so what's that? This is the new game from the same people that did Odyssey. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of a little more cartoony, more simplistic graphics. Almost looks self-shaded, I think, maybe. But it, it looks like it's just a new kind of action RPG, but maybe not like a 100-hour Assassin's Creed game that delves into Greek mythology and stuff. If, if you had to ask me, it feels like Ubisoft went to this team. What kind of Assassin's Creed would you like to do? They said Greek mythology and put out the Assassin's Creed game. And then they're like, actually, we really liked all the research we did on the Greek mythology. We like to make another game, but mm-hmm. we don't want to make another Assassin's Creed right away. So I think this might be a smaller like UB Arts project 
didn't again it was another cgi trailer they didn't show any gameplay really but it looked kind of interesting but not a whole lot to say about it so devolver digital never watched a devolver digital fucking um, crazy oh uh and first off it starts just batshit nuts oh yeah because you've missed two episodes basically yes yeah, so i did not really you know didn't what have happened. the lore um I just saw the whole, basically it's Terminator. I mean, uh, Robocop. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I didn't know who this lady was, why they were subjecting She's her the CEO to Devolver this Digital. fucking uh, rings of fire. Basically, you should watch the previous two. Years I should. Cause, Cause they're I even such I think a they're good both time. shorter. This was the, this was the most well done this presentation. Three now. Yeah. It was, yeah, they're the, so good. It was the best presentation of the whole good. E3. It had the most everything. Pizzazz, yeah. Everything. The gotcha. Um, including some of the games. I mean, let's. Uh, what, what do we got here? Carry on. I thought that looked. Fucking Carry on was sick. probably the. It's like a Dead Cells dungeon, like but like sixteen bit. Yeah, like Metroid. Yeah, Metroidvania kind of thing. Kind of, but I don't know what the gameplay is. If it's Metroidvania and you're collecting stuff, but uh, did you see this trailer at all? You're, no, I didn't see like, any. I'm so people. Yeah, like, the tagline and, is that it's reverse horror. So it Everybody starts out in this the laboratory yeah. where they're doing some sort of experiment wait, 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 on something. It starts out what? Reverse horror. Okay. So the idea is that you play this monster that has been like, I think they were like growing something okay. or whatever. And it some kind of symbiote carry on breaks out of whatever thing that they're doing uh-huh. and just goes on a killing. Just ramp. fucking so imagine. Yeah, it's alien, the movie or whatever. But you're the alien. You're like a tentacle creature. Yeah, it's or something. like this it's- bloody tentacle thing that rips through these labs and stuff. And it's so not can like you evolve and stuff. Yeah, you get it looks bigger. Like you it get looks bigger. Like- I don't know if it's because of the people you eat or if you like there's some kind of find other shit in the lab that, makes that maybe you bigger, makes you yeah. more powerful or whatever. Your food. But it's something. not it's not like kind of like skill tree where like you go in and choose your no, no, nothing like that. Not that we saw. Like it, yeah. There could be some sort of RPG elements where you improve. I don't think so. If you play Devolver games, you know that it's going to have one hook and that hook is you're this fucking gruesome monster and it's super brutal and violent yeah. and you're going around destroying shit and ripping through these scientists. And I assume as the game gets harder they pull out more and more weaponry because yeah, the whole time, of bullets. course, they're trying to contain you and put you down. So that's where the reverse horror comes in is you are the monster and you're going through and just like rip. It looks super fucking cool. It looks fucking I dope. I like that awesome. concept. Yeah, man. It's it awesome. Really cool. uh, and then, yeah, Devolver Bootleg. This was really funny. I Especially, thought this was a joke. I, it's, I it's a real thing. You can, buy, you can download it right now. I couldn't tell what was like serious and what was like part of the bits. So one that of the was bits the best part. from Devolver is they're like, we're embracing the gray market of key resellers and this is like a pc thing i'm sure you've seen where it's like there's all these sites where you can go and get cheap keys like for green like man. steam games and stuff yeah or like g2a or whatever they're like why fight these people let's embrace it so now we've created our own bootleg video game <laughs> called devolver bootleg where it's an eight in one bundle of off-brand versions of their own game so you buy this and it's got like hotland milwaukee and <laughs> And enter the gun dungeon. Yeah, enter the gun dungeon. Uh, just and there's uh, it's just eight the games. Absolvers, were, the abs- absolvers, was absolver. The, yeah, that was the. Yeah, good. Uh, it's hilarious. Wait, so it's, it's like did they. It's yeah, just exactly. a bundle of I games. I didn't understand if it was a joke or not. Like, I assume they're like cut they down didn't shorter make, versions. Did they actually make these games, or yes. they like? Oh, yeah, they just they <laughs> showed they showed entered the. Gun they showed yeah. Hotline Milwaukee. Like, it's, it's like more eight bit. Like almost looks like the versions where you'd like go buy those all in one video game consoles, okay. and they have like Mario, but not Mario. Where it's like they change the sprites. Yeah. Like, it looks like that, and it's eight games, and you can get on Steam now like for like Sonic, ten bucks or whatever. 
like brown or something you know like yeah it's, it's just it was hilarious yeah. it's fucking it ridiculous great. yeah and then they're actually releasing a light gun arcade cabinet for enter the gungeon oh that's right this that is looked, going into arcades so cool it's it a had light a, gun shooter it was uh, a pistol shooter with like actual gun yeah oh it was so cool i love they, a good light gun game yeah. man. they didn't quite make it clear if it was a cabinet you could actually buy like they'll be selling them or if they're just going to be putting them in like arcades and barcades around I the think country she and stuff. did mention that they wanted people to have them in their homes too. that would be super cool because it looks like small enough like you could put in your living room. what was a joke and what was a fucking <laughs> That's the so funny thing is that like they, they do this at all their conferences where like all the games they show are legit, but everything around it is like so fucked up that you don't God, really know what's happening. Just- so uh, funny. So that was cool. They're doing an expansion for the messenger, which is this cool side scrolling platforming uh, ninja combat game or whatever. Uh, I believe the p- expansion is called picnic panic. So it's like a yes. summertime, like beach expansion for the messenger. Uh, the messenger actually is super cool. If you haven't played it, that's on game pass. You can now play it on PC as well as Xbox. If you have a game pass subscription. Uh, and then finally my friend Pedro gets a release date June 20th on PC and switch this game. I know you saw it last year. It's like a run and gun bullet time or bullet hell slash bullet time shooter uh if you didn't see it you play this guy you're running through like a train car oh yeah jumping over stuff nailing like these crazy shots it looked cool it looked cool but the and then the gameplay they showed last year too had like way different environments and stuff so it's it looks super fun and awesome like this is a typical devolver game where it's you're gonna get hours of fun out of this it's probably gonna be like 20 bucks maybe it's gonna be a perfect game to play on switch especially when people look over your shoulder like what the fuck is that thing you're playing like, <laughs> yeah it's just like did it's, you just do a triple backflip it's gonna be yeah, awesome. yeah, was, two guys yeah, and shoot a cool. frying pan and that bullet ricochet like yeah, yeah so devolver always does some cool stuff uh definitely support that publisher if you can uh and now we're on to square enix which was probably had the biggest announcements dun, for dun, us dun, 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 dun. Uh, like i said earlier I think Square Enix was the best conference. They knocked it out. It was it was great. I loved it. Looking down at this list, there's still plenty of like, mm, sure, okay, yeah, but they had it. the most things that I was like, yes, also no Final I Fantasy 16. That. So what was the point? <laughs> the point was seven and eight. That was the, and Shadowbringers. What was the Final point? Fantasy? Come just on, man. We were it. all there for Dragon Quest Builders too. Don't beat around the bush. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So we got a new trailer and announcement date for Final Fantasy VII, uh, the remake. It's coming out on March 3rd of 2020. And guys, this fucking trailer looks amazing. Like, I got to say, as a guy who's uh, Final Fantasy VII is just like my favorite game of all time, probably. Told you on Slack, I teared up almost immediately. Oh, yeah, absolutely, man. And just like... Seeing their recreations and how still like faithful they are to the originals of him like walking around Midgar to the inside of the Mako reactors to the to the enemy designs like those boss fights look like what they should look yes like. what they should look like <laughs> like you remember like you know how uh, you'll see those memes where it's just like this is what the game looked like back in the day but this is what I thought it looked like yeah this is like that true to true to you know true to form dude that's already happened with this latest trailer do y'all have y'all seen the comparisons of how good this looks yes. Compared to yeah. the first reveal, that's what I'm trying to get at. Which already oh, we no, were all I like, didn't see that. no, well, because they had like when they first revealed the uh-huh. trailer back when Cyber Connect Two was the one working on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there's some good side by sides of like Aerith and and Cloud and right. how they looked back then. Okay, to like now, right? Like the the graphical update is insane, just from what was already like looking to be one of the prettiest games I've ever seen. Oh yeah, and now it looks even better. Like this is on point. This could not be hitting all of my little fanboy marks any better. Yeah, absolutely. And just like I, I'm I'm impressed 
that they're from 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 what we've seen in the trailer, they're adding new story content, but it oh, doesn't seem forced. Yeah, like it seems really good. You know, in in the in the main game, you don't really you, you don't go rescue Jesse somewhere, mm-hmm. and like she gives you some materia. Yeah, so many cool side characters in Seven, where it's like you like their design, you like the aesthetic, you like the art that's in the little booklet. Oh, but yeah. we don't see a whole lot of them. Like uh-huh. not it's as like much selection of everything. Yeah, yeah, but now like they're all just fully fleshed out, and yeah. everyone looks so fucking good. Probably what they wanted. To do and just oh yeah, this, it could that was already one of the biggest games ever yes. released at that point. So much so in there of already. There were technological yeah. limitations. We do know for sure that it's been reconfirmed that this is just part one and it's just going to be Midgar. Yeah. So I I wanted to ask about that. Yeah, I didn't hear about that. So this I know this. So this is coming out uh, on still episodic two discs. So what do you mean? Like it's 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 only going to we be in Midgar. This is just, going to have some sort of a stopping point and a to be continue. That yeah. ends when you leave Midgar. Yeah. Okay. So like, so like, is the entire two discs going to be Midgar? Yeah. 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 When I said okay. two discs, that was just something they dropped. I think just to give people an idea of the scope and like how much data is going into this. They're, I guess they're trying to say just because it is Midgar, it's not small. Right. Exactly. They don't want yeah. you uh-huh. to think it's small because it's one I think location. the best comparison is that like the only two disc game that I can think of that we have this generation is Red Dead Redemption 2. Was it a two disc game? Yeah, no shit. A lot of y'all don't know because y'all have bought it digitally. I bought it digitally. Yeah, I bought it but digitally. actually, because that's, of how big the file true. size was, I was like, it's quicker for me just to go to Best Buy right now and buy the disc and install it because my internet sucks and it would be to download it and then I have to play it tomorrow. <laughs> so how's it broken into two sides? Is it like a single player and a multiplayer? No. So the way the way since every disc these days, like you install all of them from disc, you just mm-hmm. the disc is just like a key that says, "Hey, you own this game." Mm-hmm. It's gonna. It's like a PC game where. You just have two parts and then they unzip and then it's one big installation. Oh, okay. uh, it's not like one. You're not swapping any discs. Yeah, I okay. assume there will be one big climax at, at, at the end of the, the first disc. And then no, that's what move. I'm saying. That's not how it works. When you played Red Dead Redemption 2, was there a specific big climax where like the second it's all one seamless well, like thing? Like I said, I downloaded so I don't understand. It's, that's yeah, that's I mean. what I'm saying. It's literally just it's like having two zip drives. And there's well, like when half you, of the album is on one and half is the other. But oh yeah, so you download the first part yeah, and download the second long part. Album. Okay. But okay, I, I, so what disc do you put in when you're playing the game then? Either. Oh, either one. As long as you have one, it, that's your license that okay. says that you. All own right, the game. that that was because like because that's know, like if you buy, you do still have to have a disc while you're playing the game, and exactly. I, I didn't know if it was connected to the. But okay, no, no, okay. no. Like you, if you finish installing it and you have disc two in, then. It's the same way like Red Dead Redemption 2. You can just boot from disc 2, you leave that in, or the next time you start playing, if you want to put in disc 1, it just needs that disc because that way, since it installs the the whole game. It's got the key to the lock. Yeah, you can't, that way you can't rent the game, install it, and then like take the game back or return the game. Because you still need the game. To get it going. Yeah, we finally saw Tifa. That was one they were holding back for some reason. Amazing. I I don't know why they held it back because it's perfect. Yeah, it's perfect. It's so so good. I had to have a little. Did anyone else? Did anyone else kind of laugh whenever they were in the scene at the bar and it's just eggs and chips? Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> that's the sign that it was in the yeah, game. Was right. it? Okay. Yeah, that's what this. Because the little sign, the textures, but in the you game. can't read it because it's so just. No, you can because it was like a big CGI pre-rendered background in oh, on Final Fantasy yeah, One. Okay. I guess it I just never because there's plenty great. of places when you're walking around Midgar, like you see the sign. The sign just says bar. Yeah, bar. A mug. You probably may have just not noticed. But I like that. Yeah, exactly. That's part of what you're talking about with the authenticity, but just like modernizing it where it's like 
we're not gonna go and like make like a new slogan. It said eggs and chips. Like that's what it, <laughs> that's, that's what, what the it sign said. says. So boom, that's what the fucking. And you know what? The clouds were in a dress. We're gonna put him in I'm, a dress. That's exactly How what I was thinking. I was just about to say. I'm yeah. kind of excited. I for hope that. it's a whole like dress up mini game. Also, uh, speaking about Tifa, just like her dolphin kick that you mm-hmm. saw in the game looks so good, looks along with Cloud's cross slash. Like, dude, I like again. You know, the battle looking system. Looking back to the really excited about that. It looks really good. Yeah, they looked like the. Perfect amalgamation of what they've been working on since 12. Perfect combo of classic RPG turn-based versus action, you know, real time. I read a comment that like basically said that like, this looks like the, the perfect idea of ATB, like finally realized. Yeah. It's great. Like, and I, agree and I, completely. I said I was worried about button mashing because the, the man said, you know, your basic attack with cloud sword is going to be hitting the square, but that's going to build ATB to do, you know, Magic, magic and combos and stuff, your yeah. slashes whatever oh so you're not gonna have like just mp no no it's all based on your atb gauge your atb is essentially your mp and then you have your materia that you attach to your equipment is what gives you access to different skills and magic and stuff like that what i liked about it i think the most is obviously as you level up and stuff that atb gauge is probably going to get bigger you're probably going to have more to work with right so you're going to get different materials yeah. that you can combo together and to if get i some had sort of to effects. guess i don't think it's going to be as simple as pressing square i think what'll i think directional movement of your stick will have part of doing it too kind of like in 15 where like you only you hold square to be attacking and stuff but if you were holding forward he'd do a forward moving attack oh right if you held backward he'd do like a backwards mm-hmm. jump slash left and right directional. I think you'll be able to, I think it'll be more than just tap square. I think you'll be able to move in different directions and stuff. So you'll be able to mess with that combat and maybe string together some more interesting combos. Um, I mean, you know, like someone does like a forward attack, but you dodge back and dodge it. Go for a strike and more ATB. Your square button is your attack button. He's going to do different things depending on like how many times you've pressed it or whatever. Your your animations are going to be different, but you're still going to be doing a basic attack. people hear, oh, you just tap squared and like they're they kind of like Ugh. no actually if you looked at i know it, you were surprised that like because that's exactly what and i, and I was. saw it but yeah. it looked the atb gauge filled plenty fast that i my my concerns were immediately washed away but what i noticed is if you actually look at the way the menu system is clicking and triggering back and forth between his specials his magic and everything else it's almost like 14 with the cross hot bar yeah. and using the L1 and the R button to click it back and forth. Mm-hmm. Cause whenever he did a couple of attacks, his ATB gauge would fill up. He clicked, he would click it. Or I assumed he held the, one of the front triggers, the menu changed to the other one, but not stand like completely changed. You just hovered over a new menu, clicked what you want. You switched right back just like 14, honestly. And like I said, 12 was similar. And I mean, 14 adapted a lot of 12's yeah. combat. And they really hit a stride with that. So it's not surprising that they took elements from what works. Yeah. They've just been iterating and yeah. iterating and iterating. And I think I'm happy with what I've, looks, we've seen so looks far. Great. Super polished. That's, that's what it is. Yeah. Oh yeah. So anything else for final fantasy seven? Can't wait. Yeah. I just can't wait for it. Not soon yeah. enough. Mm-hmm. These did what a fucked up release window from basically September until April of just it's so stacked. many fucking games. I know we say that every year. This one feels particularly egregious. They're all fighting for, you know, surprise. God, it's going to be rough. Final Fantasy VIII remastered. I am excited for this one. Final Fantasy yep. VIII. I think it at below 10 is probably my favorite. It's the one I've, it's the second one, I guess. 
It's got the most teenage angst. I'll tell you that right now. This is one that I never played, so I guess uh, I mean this is a perfect excuse to go back to it. And you'll be getting it on Switch day one this time. It's not going to be like oh PS4 first and later on mm-hmm. Xbox or PC or Switch. They're all going to come out all at the same time. What I was missing with with Seven, in my opinion, it was it was the love story. Like you had one, but the hopeless romantic. Over you know what here. happens in eight? There's that like. That there's that relationship. You guys have that moment when you're dancing and everything. It's really romantic. It's kind of awkward a little bit too, because you're like, oh, does she or doesn't she? Yeah, it felt like more adult. It just it had like I don't know. I love eight. It's so triple triad. Yes, I love those damn card games. I can't stand them. Yeah, I'm very excited about this one. Of course, people have been wondering why this one took so long. We got like almost every other mainland Final Fantasy from the PlayStation generation and on on like every platform now. Like it doesn't matter if you're playing on. PC or Switch, like basically all you don't have is like 13 on anything but Xbox, but that's neither here nor there. A lot of the reason why, and I told Ethan in the car, we talked about this a little bit, why 8 took so long, is that Square said in the past that they basically lost the source code. Really? Yeah, like the the actual engine code for the game and the original assets and stuff were just gone. Like they wow. just wow. been took looking it, for them. Took it home with them. And no, not even that so much. as just, just like misplaced. The, yeah. the way data worked back then and stuff. Like we don't have... Could just back that shit up to Amazon yeah. Web Services or Google Drive it was or whatever. Like, you'd have to back it up onto a server a zip drive or some sort of drive. You made a few copies of it, and then you've got it in like an archive somewhere. Yeah. And then you know you move wow. office buildings. You think you consolidate everything. You lose. You're always losing something every sure. time you move. And then, well, how would they do? Uh, so we don't know yet. They actually haven't talked. I'm oh. hoping this is something where they do some interviews. Yeah, and it's something too cool where little documentary when you look it. at the trailer and the gameplay video because we see a lot of the the video like the pre rendered FMVs. We see a lot of that in the trailer, and we see some battle shots and there's stuff, some, but we don't see any exploration of environments, and we don't see those pre-rendered overworlds. Yeah. yeah. Like the, so when you go into a city and you get those nice, detailed, pre-rendered backgrounds that we used to have, we don't see any of that. That's the only thing that has me a little worried. Obviously, the models, they were able to- The models look great. The models are looking great. Comparison shots are, are That's something incredible. that you can go into the game data and like kind of extract the models, and a lot of the reason why they look so good- is that they have different like quality level of models depending mm-hmm. on whether you're in the overworld, whether you're in a gameplay scene, yeah, sure. cutscene, whatever. And so they could obviously always like for the remaster, they could just always use the best model. Um, so that was Eon's hair. Up. I mean, I hate to say they it, probably did some texture work. It almost to looks a little those. different than like there's yeah. a little couple of pieces that are a little bit different than yeah. the, what the original is, but it's so detailed. He, he looks so much like what you expect Leon to look like. Mm. I don't care. I'm very excited for this. Uh, the other big thing is whether or not the sound is going to be quite right. The PC version music always had like a weird just like yeah, effects. Yeah, like the music because uh, mm-hmm. the PS1 version used like MIDI sound and they used lower quality uh, MP3s or something, WAV files or something like that on the PC version. Uh, it's possible they could have just reverse engineered all this stuff and were able to finally like crack the code and get it running well and not buggy and stuff. But it'll, it'll be interesting. But that was one thing that stuck out to me was that we didn't see any of these world maps or any of the pre-rendered backgrounds. I, I was so stuff, excited. I didn't pay attention. I was pretty excited. And I'm like, <laughs> what's the catch? Because I, I just knew how many issues they were having trying. Because they've been trying to do this for years. So I'm glad it's happening. But I wonder if this might be in any way a compromised version of the game. But we're going to stay hopeful. We're going to keep our fingers crossed. Kingdom Hearts 3. We actually already talked about this earlier with my predictions. Like it, new DLC. We knew it was coming, but they showed us an actual trailer of it now. It's coming in the winter. That's cool. I like Kingdom Hearts 3. No one they're else always, wants to play it. They're always so secretive about everything. The Last Remnant is finally coming to Switch. 
I say finally, I didn't know it was going to happen. I didn't expect it. Uh, I don't think y'all ever played The Last Remnant. I don't think I'm thinking of no idea the what correct it is. one it is. You might not. This was a Square Enix PS3 RPG that came out around 2008, I want to say. Isn't this the one that, uh, what's his face on PlayStation Access, loves like religiously? Probably, because there is a there is a Rob strong bald, fan base of this game. One. Sorry, Rob. Uh, it came out on PC not long ago, and then it got remastered and put on PS4. I think mm. it might be on Xbox One. But now it's coming to Switch. It's a cool, it's a solid RPG. Yeah, the the problem with it is that it's super hard and really? super grindy. <laughs> but the people that like this game swear by it. There are like, people that love their grindy. Yeah, somehow this game is so they long and so grindy. Grind, man. <laughs> and then there's something about it. The people that it grips, like, they don't care. They play this game over and over and over and over again. So it's cool that's coming to Switch. Always like seeing these kind of things come out yeah. there. Dragon Quest Builders 2. I just threw that Drew? out because I didn't know if I don't, played I, it at all. You brought it up earlier. It's a I joke. Was that a joke? Yeah. Yeah. I thought he loves Dragon Builders 2. <laughs> it's too. Minecraft, but with Dragon Quest. Oh. And I actually, this is one too. If it, It's coming to PS4, right? Wasn't Builders 1 on PS4? I have no idea. I, I wouldn't mind know. checking it out because it's kind of like, it's like if Minecraft had a story campaign. Like, and you actually, you have quests, you have things to do. Isn't You're, it just Harvest Moon without, like, with, with more Kind of, but there, it is more building and stuff. It's more like Minecrafty building. Like, you're you're building your town. You're deciding how it's going to look and stuff. It's cute. It's fun. I know it's popular on Switch because it's a good game to, like, turn on and play yeah. for a while. Now, Ethan, I guess. Shadowbringers? Should we all go get dinner and just, we'll meet Ethan <laughs> back in about 10 minutes? Yeah. You guys want to leave? I'll talk. I'll, t- I'll do another hour on Shadowbringers. But yeah, Final Fantasy XIV Shadowbringers. We'd had trailers before, but this is the launch trailer. We had teaser trailers. We had like some. We had the cool like CGI dope ass cutscene that they put for all of these expansions. And that was in the trailer too. Yeah. There was part, I think. I guess that was a lead up some of it into was the trailer. Because some of it I thought I'd seen before, but then it got to like actual like, you know, your quest givers and you're talking. Yeah, we to got we got some dialogue with this one. Uh, a couple of shots of some more main characters. Uh, a new shot of Ishtola. Um, some some Thinecrad stuff, which is always great uh, in their new job outfits and stuff, or at least for Thinecrad. It's so like, is that how you pronounce his name? I always thought it was Thancred. I always, I mean, I think they've said <laughs> he's it. got white hair and he's like the first <laughs> so, dude that helps you in the story. I think they've said versions. it in. Um, no, I think Dan. they've said it. In, I don't know. I've never seen dialogue. anyone. I can't say remember. It. I'm pretty sure they so, say this is one so. of those games where sometimes when they have a voice cutscene and someone says something out loud for the first time, you're like, oh, that's not what I was saying <laughs> yeah. in my head. Yeah. And some of the voice actors change, so their names kind of can change with oh, them. But that's so going back to what we were talking about uh, earlier with Nier Automata and uh, Yoko Taro. Taro? I'm sorry if I'm Yoko butchering Taro. that. Uh, he was brought in to work on Shadowbringers for story and also for a new 24 man raid. Oh, so the story too, not just the raid. Yes, no, I, he was brought in. You said the for, raid was going to be kind of like near Automata ish or something. No, it's it's in the world. So of it's like Nier, a collab or it's whatever. It's literally in the world of near Automata. That's super cool. Yeah, I do like what they do with the raid. It's a 24 man raid series. It's probably going to have three parts. It's going to be the end game content at the very end, I assume. Man, him working on the story it's gonna be, that has me even more hyped because I like what I'm hearing about the story. It's called Yora Dark Apocalypse. It's going to be gloomy, sad, somber, dark. It looks just great. It looks like there's been some visual updates to maybe some character models a little bit, some just slight detail touches. Because one of the big things with this release is that when this expansion comes out on Windows PC, you can't play it with the old DirectX 9 renderer anymore. Hmm. So you have to upgrade... Like, cause up until this point, like if you were still running like Windows XP, you could play this game. And this is another one where it's like they're they're lopping off those platforms or saying, Just hey, like get the with PS3. the times. If you want to play yeah. this, you're gonna have to run on the better engine. So I would imagine that means that they can kind of yeah bump up some of these model qualities and 
environment. Yeah, because some of those like little. some of those shots, they just looked better than what we've seen yeah. from Stormblood. Yeah, I remember and it's hard. This is a game that was like made to make sure it could still run on PS3. Yeah. And, then, and so they're slowly like catching up mm-hmm. the rest of the game and leaving and some of that stuff there, there are points where some of those models, they do look a little outdated and I'll admit some of those hair textures. Hey, it keeps performance high. That's great. Yeah. Keeps the 60 FPS. We saw a lot of 60. stuff. You know, obviously there's been so much with the interviews and everything that you can all look that up for like really specific details on jobs and everything. I'm but super interested. How about you, Drew? <laughs> oh man, I'm as soon as you guys leave. He's been writing notes oh, yeah. nonstop. Just I wish I wish you guys would jump on the hype train, but it's you know it's coming out in like two a weeks month. if you have oh, wow. yeah. no two weeks if you have early access um from the pre order. Which oh, that means I finally get I access. Definitely to, do to what's the second one that came with it. Uh, Heavensward? Shadowbringers? Heavensward. Oh, or that's the new one, right? Yeah. Uh, it's Heaven- oh, Heavensward. Heavensward, because they gave that for free. Stormblood. Then. Stormblood. Yeah, I get Stormblood. I get like all <laughs> kinds of cool stuff from that. Yeah. <laughs> so I pre ordered it. I'm going to play it eventually. It's going to take me like four years to. You get really it should. All. It's really great. I've been itching. You saw the hype. I mean, yeah. they I told were you, I started playing Tales of Vesperia. Screaming and chanting Yoshi P's name when he came out. Yeah, they, they, they were. Was, dirt, I, I don't know if you saw that. Like, oh, soon, man. no one got louder in that conference until when, like, couldn't uh, express it anymore. Like, that's until just... the, the director of 14 came out on stage. Wow. They, Everyone they love their community. They cool. take care of their players so well. It's, it's, it's great. I'm really excited that this one's going to, that's looking to be, they're just getting better and better with every year. So yeah. I'm glad that they're taking it in the right direction. Couldn't be happier. I'm super hyped. So, Outriders, anyone even remember what this was? No. Okay, I'm I'm having a hard time. CGI trailer. People that made Bulletstorm did it. People can fly is the name of that studio. I'm trying. I'm think. I, I think I remember some sort of like it looked like magic ish. Yeah, she like flash effects. Or something. The I can't, main I really character can't. we see is this woman who's got like she's got a buzz cut and guns <laughs> and. What was that game where you were like uh, you were out in the wasteland and, and you controlled little robot Borderlands? pets or something? Uh, it failed. It did not do. I don't know. Anyway, but, uh, yeah, Outriders. Yeah, that's a thing. Go look that up if. Anything I said sounds interesting. <laughs> uh, Avengers, man. Uh, yeah, Avengers. Uh, another, Avengers. another. <laughs> I feel uh, about that. Another big CGI moment. Really, I don't know. Did we see any actual gameplay? And there's from stuff this? in there that could be kind of considered like gameplay, but all, we're not all, entirely yeah. sure. Oh, Do we see any actual gameplay? No, nope. no gameplay. I don't all. think we did. I we mean, saw some cool shots. I'm, I, I hope we? it's good. That's all I gotta say is I hope it's good. There were rumors that I did see floating around that this could be in the same universe as the Spider-Man. No, it's not. No, definitely not. After that trailer drop, no, no way. way. I don't know. It looks like shit. It looks bad. If That's you just because Insom- Insomniac it, didn't do it. No, it's because it looks like shit. Crystal <laughs> Dynamics has made good games. Yes, that they look have. Great. They did all of the recent Tomb Raider games. Those are gorgeous. What was the one that was like really like high end that they did? What was that called? I mean, most recently was the Tomb Raider games. Yeah, that's Shadow. all they've been working on for the last It was few years. older. I just can't remember what it was. I mean, they did like the Crisis. Is that what? No, I'm they of? did the that was Crytek. They did yeah, the right, uh, so. Legacy of Kane. That's what. Oh, it is. okay. But that even that that's like a different studio. Basically, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, the yeah. same name, but like that was with uh, yeah. other people were ahead of that. But yeah, I, th- this is another one where it was like this is like Gears Five all over again for me. This is the moment to blow it out to like show us something really cool, get people really hyped. All it told me was that like these people are stuck in this weird place where they aren't the MCU, but they kind of are. But all these characters look like they modeled fucking the actors in the MCU and had to make them look. Oh, so yeah, yeah, Bruce Banner yeah. looked like Mark, Mark Ruffalo, Ruffalo for in a sure. weird way. Yeah, they just couldn't pay him enough like to get like more the actual Mark Ruffalo. Black Widow looks fucking weird. Like her character model looks creepy. Her I guess, I, wasn't, I, guess I didn't pay attention during well, very much. Uh, everything about it was just like to follow up Spider Man with this. 
<laughs> and like on top of all the rumored games as a service garbage, when they said this is a massive story, like we're gonna explore over multiple years, I'd like check the fuck out. I was like, oh, okay. I didn't hear that. I don't yeah, remember, it was because yeah. they were like, Garrett, oh, all the content's going to be free, which just means we're going to string you along for a really long time until we think we can sell you an Avengers 2. Uh, like, ah, fuck it. I don't. Yeah. yeah. I was so wary before, and now I just don't care. They didn't tell you what the game is. Nope. We sure have didn't. no idea how this game don't plays. Don't know who the bad guy is. Yep. Don't know what the threat to the world is. Anything. Yeah. Yep. Bad showing. Yep. Bad showing big time. They fucking didn't let me see Final Fantasy 16 because of this shit. <laughs> Just let it go, uh, buddy. Just let it go. That was yeah. about it for Square. Yep. They're, uh, Does anyone want to bring up anything about the Nintendo Direct? I was, like I said, I was at my 9 to 5, my, my 6 to 2. No, it's just like, I, I got like one thing. If Surprise if announcement. Oh, yeah, please, no. I, the sequel to Breath of the Wild. Oh, that's true, yeah. I didn't see that. We're getting the Majora's Mask of mm-hmm. this of Is that what it looked games. like? Yeah, just it darker. Like, and, yeah, yeah. It looks like the enemy is gonna be a scary witch lady. I expected them to do something it's like that. Probably getting in a mess. They got this nice new engine. They got to pump out another game pretty fast. Hmm. Do you like Breath of the Wild? You're gonna like this new one. Uh, sure. I mean, Pokemon Sword and Shield. You said you saw some things about. I finally watched no, the trailer. No, the, the thing I wanted uh, to bring up that I thought was neat was uh, two more characters announced for Super Smash Bros. Oh yeah. So the first character being oh, that's cool. the base character is going to be the hero from Dragon Quest Eleven. Mm-hmm. The new but one, right? Yeah, the new one. But you're also going to be able to, I guess, like in game, switch out uh, between, like, kind of like how the Pokemon trainer was, where you can switch between like Bulbasaur and blah blah blah. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, where other you can question, switch between yeah. the heroes of one, four, eight, and eleven. Yeah, all the all the kind of the major, yeah, uh-huh. you know, yeah the popular oh, like the really ones. popular yeah. ones. Yeah, the ones that look like Goku. <laughs> yeah, they're all, and I think they're all going to have like their own spe- like they they're all, all going to attack like the same, but like each individual character is going to have like, you know like some trunks. defining special attack or something. And I thought that was really cool. He has uh, like an ultimate smash where like think like all the heroes from all the games yeah. come out and they all sort of attack together. It looked pretty cool. And then uh, people's long time request Banjo Kazooie is finally coming to Smash. So long time fan for if you guys, it's just, you know, he deserved anybody, it. Yeah, absolutely. Let him have it. Sonic got it. What were like. Sonic? What? Just leave Banjo out there, man? Come on. I'll give a shit about Smash when I can play as Goku. What? Play Jump Force. Oh, that game is terrible. Yeah, dude. I saw the reviews is for it? that are not good. I played the demo it's for bad. like two seconds. Runs I was like, like poop on everything except for PC. And then I was like, after it runs well, you realize it's not a good game. I was like, can't no, pick really any bad. anybody I want in the roster. Delete. It was a demo, but I don't care. Whatever. The only interest I ever had in that game was I, I wanted to play uh, as Yusuke. And then <laughs> yeah. I started watching you videos on the demo, so I was like, yeah. fuck it. So, Drew, um, I do have a question. When's the last time you played Smash? Uh, It's been about a month. That's all I wanted to know. Yeah. I, I don't get the point, but okay. I mean, it's, no it's one just, cares. No one cares. There are a lot Obviously, of a lot of people care. care I don't care. Sure. I don't think you really care, Drew. And I Ethan, thought it was interesting. I, was I more, don't even have a Switch. <laughs> I was I more interested in the fact of the hero joining the Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. That's kind of cool. Uh, what else was there at Nintendo? That was that was really about it for yeah. me. Like, I, like, Pokemon is cool that it's coming out, but I, I'm not really excited about the new mechanics that they're pushing. I really feel like there was something that Nintendo had. Did they get a new, like, Labo? No, they didn't announce anything wow. like that. Uh-huh. Disappointment there. I mean, Dragon Quest Eleven is coming to the Switch, and it's going to bring, you know, like an old-school 8-bit top-down feel, like old-school Dragon Quest games. It looks really cool. I mean, I like that kind of view. But other than that, I think that's it. Oh, new model of the Switch at all, maybe? Nope, no. Like a slimmed-down version? Oh, okay. 
Uh, I did have one little news bit I forgot to bring up because it was not gone over over the Xbox conference, but Microsoft announced June 10th that this last update of titles for oh, the you Xbox One this, backwards yeah. compatibility program is the final batch of games for the Xbox One. They will not be continuing the program again until the launch of Scarlet. They kind of made it sound like that team is going to make sure that everything that works on Xbox One now will also work on Scarlet day one. Going through, making sure there's no bugs that like aren't crashes and stuff like that. Hopefully they'll do some more backwards compatibility titles in the future to keep adding to that library. Thought it was kind of sad personally because we got like maybe I think at most 25 of the original Xbox games since they announced like they only started doing those like last year, the year mm-hmm. before. I think it, actually I think it was last E3 when they first started that. So they add a little bit of those. We get some more Xbox 360 backwards compatible titles. Some cool ones, though, on the original Xbox games. All four of the original Xbox Splinter Cell games are now backwards compatible. That's cool. That's something I've wanted for a while. So Splinter Cell, Pandora Tomorrow, Chaos Theory, and Double Agent. And plus, you got that uh, that mobile game that you wanted. So that's your bet you're Oh, yeah, Elite that. Squad. How did we not talk about that from the Ubisoft <laughs> conference? I, uh, what is that? Don't even. Yeah, it's elegant. Just make The me first mad. shot Just is actual the Sam only Fisher. Sam Fisher we got in the whole conference. <laughs> it's a, oh, it's a okay. shitty fucking mobile game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Unreal Championship 2, the Leandre Conflict. That's another cool one. I'll, I'll definitely be picking that one up. And then another cool thing is they actually added for Star Wars Battlefront 1, 2, Knights of the Old Republic, Republic Commando, and all the Splinter Cell games. They added in all of the DLC that came out on Xbox for those games for free. So you get the Just full as part versions. of the title update, yeah. yeah. So like on like Battlefront 2, you're getting all the new maps, the expansions and stuff like that, all for free. Those are just free updates, so that's kind of cool. And then some Xbox One X enhanced updates. I mentioned this one to Drew. All of the Banjo-Kazooie games <laughs> yeah, that's are right. now in 4K. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, Banjo-Kazooie, Banjo-Kazooie Nuts and Bolts, and Banjo-Tooie. Good for him. Now, are getting these all on the good Game stuff Fest? for Banjo. These, all of these actually in this list were from Rare Replay, which was the Rare Studio, the collection that they mm-hmm. put out. And that whole collection is on Game Pass. So, yeah, okay. you can get all these for free if you're subscribed to Game Pass only on Xbox. Yeah. Cameo, Elements of Power. That was a launch tile for Xbox. That's going to be in 4K now. I remember that. Both Perfect Dark games and both Viva Pinata games. Ooh, all Pinata. of those are going to be in 4K now. I remember when, like, Viva Pinata first came out on, like, the 360. It was yeah. one of those games where I was just like, holy shit, the colors, you know? <laughs> and then a few new additions is the 360 games. Asura's Wrath, one of the games <laughs> that I dusted off my PS3 to play not long ago. That's going to be Xbox box backwards compatible these are not like 4k ones these are just new backwards sure. compatible the final batch battlefield 2 modern combat that's a cool one enslaved odyssey to the west a ninja theory game i remember that that's the multi-platform one they did after heavenly sword yeah i remember being kind of weary that thinking it wasn't going to be great but i watched a video the about first it, like, like hour of that game is fucking incredible yeah that's what i it heard still holds up mm-hmm. And that is a very fun game. I'm definitely going to pick that up and go back and play that. Far Cry Classic, backwards compatible now. Peter Jackson's King Kong, one of the easiest 100% achievement games you can play on Xbox. You just beat the game. You get all the all the achievements. Oh, really? Points. Yeah. I remember when that game came out, it was like revolutionary because it was one of the first games to introduce it was like the really No HUD. pretty. Yeah. No HUD, very cinematic, mm-hmm. looked great, especially for a launch game because that, that was one of the, out of the whole launch batch. That was definitely the one that was like, this feels like we're not playing on PS2 or Right, anymore. yeah. And it was like, it was those one of one of those really rare occurrences of a good movie video game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, those, you never get those anymore. Mm-hmm. Skate, the first one, backwards compatible. Cool. Prince of Persia, The Forgotten Sands, Star Ocean, The Last Hope, Super Puzzle Fighter 2 Turbo. Unreal Tournament 3 and 2 Human, which 2 Human sucked. But 
they are making you pay for that one. You can actually download that one for free right now. It's going to be free forever. Uh, that was another weird like launch title that was kind of not reviewed well. I think it had a lot of performance issues and bugs. But presumably the performance issues will be cleared up because you'll be playing that on your Xbox One. Now that's all we got for you. I was going to say, right. do you guys uh, have any finishing statements you want to toss in there at the end? Yeah, next week Ethan is finally going to give us his thesis, as he states, on the Bloodborne, Souls games, and Sekiro. Oh, yeah, we're going to have a big segment a on big that segment next on week, the, I guess. Yeah, from, yeah we pushed that back because the E3. E3 was... Took precedent. It's important. Our original plan was to have that 20 minutes of that in here before that. And we're running over two hours now. (laughs) Yeah, now this was a big one, but this is a big event for us. This is a. Yeah. And we got all the conferences in one time. We thought we were going to have to cover some of this like next week. No, no. We can just make a little little longer episode and cover it all. So that's good. Look forward to that. And then, of course, we'll be covering whatever news happens from this moment on until recording. We'll be sure to cover any of the big topics. You want to plug anything for yourself personally? You don't usually. Uh, I don't really have. You know, that's okay. Actually, I will plug one thing. Go watch Easy Allies. Those guys probably do my favorite E3 coverage every year. Super funny group of dudes. Used to work at game trailers. Started their own thing. Very funny guys. A lot of good content. And also, go watch Giant Bomb. They're doing E3 at night right now. A lot of behind, like uh, back backyard baseball, inside <laughs> baseball of those guys talking to a lot of other. People in the video game industry, from developers to, to writers and directors and people working at other outlets in the industry. They do some funny stuff, and they do a lot of drinking, and it gets better as the night goes on, especially if you drink, too. Drew, do you want to plug anything, bud? Uh, yeah. Follow Absent Minded Pod on uh, Instagram, and I finally made a new Instagram, so you can follow uh, Andrew Loves Video Games on uh, Instagram. Nice. Yeah, and, uh, post I like that. Yeah. See, I, I mean, both things are pretty bare right now, but I'm going to be working on it. So on some news, I got a capture card. So yeah, video coming soon. Some gameplay videos, maybe some Let's Plays. Uh, if you want to follow me uh, on Twitter, at Soulsbjorn is what I'm at with the J. And also my Twitch channel is also Soulsbjorn with a J. I don't stream very much, but I, I maybe I'll try sooner or later. Yeah, I'm going to try and start streaming more frequently once I get things set up. So once I get that running, I'll, I'll plug it. You know what? You guys have a really good night, really good day, really good tomorrow. We'll catch you all next week, okay? Bye-bye, everybody. Happy E3. See ya.